no audio. Have you got something muted on the? Heck, uh... did we? Um, I did not say the word, did I? We didn't do any. <laughs> we didn't. We didn't. Hey, we're here. Um, all right, Wes, let's pretend like none of this. I guess let's do a reintro. <laughs> are are we go. on now? We are, are on. We on yep. Yeah. Okay. Hello there, friends. Welcome <laughs> to the virtual show. I'm your host, Wes. With me, as always, my good friend, Roots. Say hello. Roots. Hey, what's up? <laughs> and my good friend, Eric. Hello, Eric. What's going on, guys? How are we doing tonight? Oh, well, uh, better. better now. Yeah, better now that we have audio. What's funny yeah. is... We always do a check. Um, we do syphilis, whatever. We look at the bars. We didn't look at the bars or whatever. Somehow my OBS changed all the settings to default. So we had nothing going. Um, and uh, I guess it wouldn't be a, a typical roots involved stream because usually I have, whenever I stream, there's an audio issue every single time. So why not bring it to virtual strangers as well? Yeah, I said some really poignant, funny shit too. You, missed it. <laughs> you guys missed it. It's gone in the ether. I can't even remember what it was. It was so it's good. It's gone, man. Uh, anyway, uh, coming to you live on a Thursday night instead of a Wednesday this week. Uh, as it turns out, I had an extra day off of uh, work this week. Hey, guys, guess what? It's Labor Day for me. <laughs> nice. Uh, Happy Labor Day, dude. Yeah. But, so, uh, any, anyway, we were ill-prepared and all beat down tired yesterday uh, after a long day of uh, what have you. And uh, we thought that it would be better to move things on to a Thursday night. And by the looks of uh, the chat here, it seems like uh, seems like they don't mind so much. Yeah, I don't mind either because I like Wes. I told Wes, I said, "Man, I don't know if I what I'm. I'm not even gonna make sense. I'm so tired." And Wes agreed that he also was tired. And we figured between the two of us, um, that that's a horrible show. Two out of three people uh, half asleep. Um, Eric's trying to pull it all in himself. That's not cool, right? So now we're fresh and ready to go. Yeah, I definitely couldn't. I I couldn't have carried you guys for sure. <laughs> But, uh, you know, it's a good thing we do have people in chat here tonight because uh, it is time, once again, for us to play Game of the Month uh, for each of the major VR platforms. Now, I guess it is arguable that some platforms are more major than others, but we're still keeping up with three, and uh, we're going to do something a little different uh, this month, Roots. If we get stuck, I now have the ability to poll the chat Ooh. so we can we can ask these people directly to click uh who, who they think should win and we don't have to wait for people to type it in on on the thing so uh nice. that could, could be helpful uh this time because i gotta be honest man i don't know exactly which way i'm gonna go until we start talking some of this stuff out yeah well we're definitely gonna need the help of this and you know that's gonna be good for everything wes giveaways anything we want to poll you on what your favorite uh joe biden uh soundbite is radio run oh hey that's the <laughs> that's the wrong button come on man <laughs> that, that's definitely my favorite joe biden one right there you, you know what was funny is is just as you hit the radio run soundbite radio run comes through with a 4.99 donation and he says, Idaho pride. I'll tell you what, we deserve to hear it one more time then for Radio Run. Radio Run! <laughs> <laughs> How do you like them taters, Roots? <laughs> oh, I love those taters, bro. Yeah, congratulations, man. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Anyway, uh, 
tons going on in the uh, in the gaming world today, uh, or this week rather. Um, Roots, did, did you hear uh, about Fire Sprite Games? Uh, Sony officially acquiring the developer behind the Persistence Fire Sprite Games and announcing it yesterday. Wow, I did not hear about that, but I did hear Wes two or three days ago saying that you were looking forward to some kind of news from Fire Sprite Games, maybe. And uh, it seems like you were right. Well, we, did, we didn't get the uh, the reveal of uh, what the game is. You know, they, they, they've been teasing it for years at this point. They, they're working on a game from a globally recognized console IP. And uh, we found out within the last year that this is a game that's going to support VR. And now having them come into the Sony fold, uh, that really opens up the possibilities. And uh, I don't know about you, Eric, but I find it extremely exciting to know um, not only, you know, we knew that Sony was going to support their next gen VR with some big hitters. But now knowing this, we know that some of these games have been in development for years at this point already. Yeah, I mean, a couple of things I didn't know. They have a huge studio. They're like 250 people in that studio. And uh, I hear that they're working on not one game. They're working on three games wow. right now. And yeah. it makes sense for Sony to, to buy this studio because Sony's big thing right now is with the PlayStation 2 VR or PS5 VR, they're going to be making flat VR games. They're, they're going to do a combo, right? They're going to do VR game, flat games into VR or VR games into flat. And who better to do that than Fire Sprite, who did the Persistence so well, who made a VR game in Persistence and then moved it to the moved it to flat and and did it great. So this makes perfect sense. This is a marriage made in heaven, and uh, yeah, I'm as excited as anybody else about it. Did uh, did either of you guys catch the uh, the Sony PS5 uh, event today? That 40 minute uh, presentation that they put on. I, 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 I wasn't going to watch it. I, I knew you guys probably watched it. So let, let me, uh, Eric, what did you think about it? Did you see it? It was cool. Yeah, I watched, I watched with, uh, I watched Brian Paul stream it and uh, it was good. Yeah, it was really cool. I mean, it was, uh, it was some amazing looking games. Some of it was a little weird. Sony does some weird stuff, man. That, that opening sequence, they did an opening sequence with some, with like a, like a commercial about Sony. And it was just funky it was all over the place i didn't know what to think about that but some of the games look really amazing anything in there that you would expect now they came in you know under the pretense that there will be no um vr there'll be no vr news during this event uh but with us having the knowledge that they are going to be making some of these hybrid games flat with vr mode vr with flat mode uh did you see anything in there today that you think might get the vr treatment a little bit down the line there was one game in there that i looked at it and i'm like my god this looks like it's perfect for vr i, I can't remember the name of it now ghostwire it's ghost, ghostwire tokyo that's it that game looks like i mean it's it's first person and just the movements in there and the way that you're uh, you're throwing magic around with your hands i'm like this is a vr game right here Wolveraza says he the hybrid thing uh, he thinks is an excuse not to work on hand motion controls enough. I hope he hopes he's wrong. I would submit, and I've submitted this many times, that that's going to be a stepping stone that needs to happen um, for a lot of gamers. They need to come into VR with the exact same gaming schematics um, 
our gaming uh, controls, especially for something like Call of Duty. Even though there's games everybody loves holding a gun, there's going to be those people that want to own, they want to be God in there, and they're not going to be God trying to aim a gun when they've been playing Call of Duty for 20 years the way they've been playing it. So um, I think they're, they're yeah. going to do both. I think the hybrid thing is a way for Sony to kill two birds with one stone. It's a way, first of all, to allow VR game development to be profitable for AAA game studios. Right now, we don't have nearly enough AAA game studios making VR games because, you know, VR is a fraction, a small fraction of the overall gaming uh, uh, market. So by making it hybrid, you know, obviously there's going to be some costs involved with converting these games over into VR, but you're going to be able to sell millions upon millions of copies of these in the flat version alone, uh, which, you know, it makes it a little bit easier pill to swallow for these AAA companies. The second thing that, that they're, uh, that they're going to accomplish with this, it kind of stems out of that because in order to make VR game development profitable for studios on its own, you have to have more users. You have to sell headsets. And by having these AAA hybrid games, it's going to sell headsets. The VR base is going to grow. And then maybe by the next generation, VR will be big enough to stand on its own two legs. I think it was a masterstroke on the part of Sony. And I'm fine with it. As long as every game isn't, you know, a gamepad game, then I'm fine with it. I don't think that's going to be the case. I think we will get a lot of those games. But as we've seen with many games, uh, you know, Hellblade comes to mind. Uh, you know, Persistence is another great example. Uh, you can have a great uh, VR game that still is a, a controlled by a standard gamepad. I would submit Red Dead Redemption 2, GTA 5. Both of those are phenomenal in, in just the modded version with the controller. The same as you've always played it. And I love it. I get just as immersed. I'm never sitting in Red Dead Redemption 2 saying, oh man, you know what? If it's just doesn't, it's not immersive, immersive to me at all. Um, I got to have my hands. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, I'm still in the damn game. It's such a weird thing. I feel like, you know, we, a couple of years ago, everybody's like, I just want to get, in, get into the game. I don't give a shit. And then we get it. And they're like, man, this is fucked, man. I want my hands, bro. It's like, you just got, it's going to be a progression. And like Wes said, it's not going to be every game, um, but this is going to be a way to do exactly what Wolverazza was saying in the Discord earlier today. Um, these these developers, they, they're scared to put all this time and effort into these games, knowing that they may or may not sell the copies. But what better way than to know they're going to still sell millions upon millions of flat copies like Wes said, even if they don't sell any VR, they still it's still a win. You still, you know what I mean? There's still a reason to make that game, so... Yeah, and, I, and don't get me wrong. When I said that you know hybrid games are gonna, this is the way they're going, I don't think it means hybrid games. You know, we'll, we're going to port flat games into VR. I don't think it's going to be ports. These are going to be games that are built as flat and games that are built as VR, not port one to the other. So you're going to see games that are made for VR. It's just also going to be a flat game. So I, there's nothing wrong with that. What, what, what does it matter whether they have two parts of their team, work, one working flat, one working VR? Um, and, and if you can convince a AAA developer that 
you need to do it in VR to make it, you know, to make more money, or you need to do it flat. So you, or if you're a VR developer, do it flat also, so you can make more money. Why? What's the big deal with that? What, what, you know, I don't see a problem. And Sony didn't put millions and millions of dollars into those orb controllers just so you could use a, a your gamepad. So I guarantee they're going to be using those orb controllers. Trust me. Don't worry, Wolfraza. Absolutely. And to circle back around to the original uh, question, yeah, Ghostwire Tokyo. Uh, I've always thought that that game looked like it should be a VR game, but that game notably has has they revealed that a while back, and I don't think that's going to be a Sony exclusive. I think that game's coming to PC as well, although it might be a timed exclusive for Sony. Um, Wolverine, wouldn't Wolverine be cool in uh, in VR? This is coming from Insomniac Games, the same people who brought us Spider-Man. And while the Spider-Man game might be kind of difficult to pull off in a first-person sense, uh, Wolverine sure wouldn't. It kind of seems like it would be a perfect match uh, for VR, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, Acid X throwing uh, 499 says couple of potatoes. Uh, so yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, thanks thank for the potatoes, uh, Acid X yeah. and, and Radio Right as well. Uh, we appreciate the support, gentlemen. Yep, thank you very much for sure. Uh, Scion VR chat says hybrid games is all part of the process of phasing out flat games, kind of how hybrid cares is a stepping stone to electric vehicles. Hi- hybrid cares, hybrid cars is a stepping stone to electric vehicles and the ditching of gas-powered cars uh th- that could be the case certainly and it probably if you're talking about phasing out flat games it's probably going to take even longer to phase out flat games than it would the gasoline car uh but uh you could be right i mean if it catches on who knows in 20 years uh you know as the uh the flat gamers get too old to game anymore maybe vr is all that's left <laughs> that's true yeah dare to dream right yeah right uh anyway uh we have loads to talk about we got game of the month we have two great games to talk about uh on the way into game of the month so let's go ahead and kick it off the way we always do by saying hello to our friends in chat hussein x joining the fray what's up friend thanks for stopping by uh as is scion we already said hello to scion onakazi uh is in the house as is wolveraza vr spry guy delirium drew and um benny lee what's up benny lee thank you for uh coming by and hanging out with us tonight well i see uh garage collective hello cyril thanks for uh stopping by we're going to be talking about a couple of your games before we roll credits and decepticon is here oh yeah what's up decepticon <laughs> So uh, anyway, let, let's get into some of these games uh, we played this week. And it's interesting, Roots. We played two different titles this week to talk about on the on the show, but neither of them are released yet, are they? No, no, it's kind of weird, actually. Um, it was kind of a different different situation, but um, uh, actually one's closer than the other, right? Isn't the, the second one's a lot further out than... Uh, I'll sweep her, so that that's absolutely true. Uh, but I do relish the uh, the occasion to come on here and say that we played two games mm. and I finished them both. That's <laughs> <laughs> well, always good, right? Uh, to be able yeah, to that, this that one, helps. Well, that's why it's always. I mean, it's not always a bad thing to have a, a shorter game, although this is more of a um, a demo situation. But 
uh, I like a couple hour game if it's good enough. You know, you are are more apt to finish it, right? We were even saying that with um that puzzle game uh, that I was saying you should try the. I can't think. I never think of what the damn one is. Fisherman's Tale. Yeah, Fisherman's Tale. You know, because you know you're going to finish it. It's not a long thing. The same thing that people bitch about is actually a positive in my mind. So, uh, Anyway, let, let's get into it a little bit here. Let's start off with Hell Sweeper VR. Uh, this is a game that is coming to us from Mixed Realms, the developer behind Sirento. And what Root says here is absolutely true. This game is not far out from release, from what I understand. Uh, what we have played is... Uh, a demo a free demo that any of you can play right now on steam vr all you have to do is go claim your copy and you too can play through this hellsweeper vr demo they say that it's watered down uh but there's enough here to uh let you get a general idea of what the main game is going to bring and eric having played through this thing now uh I got to say watered down. It didn't seem very watered down to me. No, I mean, it's a cool experience. I mean, I, I don't know how they're going to, I mean, it seems like it's, they gave you quite a bit of the game, right? I mean, I don't know what they're going to come out with that is going to be different than what they already showed. So I'm curious to see, you know, what the final launch version looks like, but uh, you know, the demo was pretty, what pretty polished. I mean, Without knowing any, you know, there's really no story to it uh, right now. You know, I mean, there's not, there's no background, but you're just, you know, you're just in there actually doing the things. But yeah, without seeing what it is, I mean, I don't know what they're going to do to ramp this up, but I'm looking forward to it. Man, I loved, I loved every minute I spent in this game. Yeah, it's a procedural roguelike uh, combat game, which incorporates melee, incorporates gunplay and magic, gesture based magic. And the way the demo is set up, is uh, you play through a, a, a level of about ten, nine or ten different stages. I think it was nine stages in a boss fight, although they didn't give us the boss fight in the demo. It didn't give it to me anyway. Roots, did it uh, let you fight the boss? No, it was just the, uh, the stages. Um, but it was pretty cool. Uh, one thing that I did feel, I felt like maybe it was, a, it was linear, but uh, maybe that, that kind of um, branches out like that. That's one thing that they could expand, right? different options of where to go um but well, uh well the kind of depth that they have set up through the progression system here uh i could see it like what we played today being like level one and they could put give us like six or eight of those with uh you know more enemies being introduced into the mix i mean the kind of depth and leveling that they give you with regards to your magical powers and your weapons and your character it would take playing through six, eight, ten of those uh, to to fully flesh out any one uh, item that you, you decide to focus on. So I think that what they could do here is give us a lot more enemy variety, some uh, obviously some scaling difficulty, and a, a lot more boss fights. And uh, I think that what we may see is what we played today just being one of multiple levels of uh, a game that gets progressively more complex as you go on uh the movement west did you um did you do like gamer tag in this video which is gamer tag shout out for uh, using his video um he's flipping around he's back i 
I was so vanilla in my movement. I like mm -hmm. when I watched the video of this thing, I, I was like, I wanted to pick up that leg and hit myself in the face with it, even though I didn't do that either. I didn't pick up any body parts. Um, I was traditional, man. I just stuck. I ma I mainly focused on, I really liked the guns. I don't know. What about you guys? Uh, I thought the guns were kind of weak, but I, I didn't level it up at all. Uh, my main, um, uh, you know, I started with swords at the beginning. I, I started with a sword in each hand and I would use one for defense and the other for offense. And, uh, as the game went on, I really progressed my fire magic uh and got it to like level four level five to where it was very devastating and and i unlocked the um the three beam flamethrower tray i don't know if you guys played with that any at all but it's awesome uh so i started out more of a melee fighter and then moved into more magic uh eric how did you approach it yeah, I was kind of w w with roots. I did a lot of the the guns, um, you know, the swords. I did a little bit, um, but I didn't really do a lot of the magic at all. Um, I kind of I did like the guns. I thought the guns were pretty cool, so I I kind of concentrated on those. And uh, <clears throat> man, I, I didn't even want to reload. I just kept bring, you know, kept throwing them down and put you know bringing new guns up in my hands. It just it was so quick that way. And as long as you had enough you know mana, keep bringing them up. And, uh, you know, I just was destroying all these guys. But I love the swords, too, man. The swords were super good. I love the way that you use the butt of the sword to, uh, if they're blocking you, you can use the butt of the sword to knock away their block, and then you can start to, to slash at them. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I let, the guns were good. The ricochet with the guns was was kind of cool. Yeah, so that's what um, you would like, Wes. The, like, you can, one of the things you unlocked with the guns is, you shoot one enemy and it ricochets into other ones. And so you could just, I mean, it, it really did start to become really powerful, um, which is kind of exactly what we were talking about before the show. And just what was so good about this game is there's so many different varieties of already on how you can level and each thing's going to be different. Now, I don't know if it's going to be the same every time where you always have these same crystals to pick, or maybe you go and sometimes your favorite one's not there. That's one of the best, most frustrating parts about these type of games is you know it's uh like in hades if i don't get that heal thing man it's devastating it's the one thing i always want that's never there right um it's uh but uh that's what i really like about this game is it just ch changes every time yeah and the more you put into any one mode of uh weaponry or attack uh the more uh enhanced it gets so you guys are talking about doing all this cool stuff with the guns that i never unlocked where I, as I had the fire magic that I concentrated on, which uh, started out as a regular fireball and then developed into a flamethrower where I could literally spray fire out of my hand, then became the triple flamethrower, which spread. And then uh, I think the last one I unlocked was this, uh, I don't know, it was kind of like a, a firestorm where you uh, have fire swirling all around you and you open your hands out to make it have a wider wider area um and that was really cool and then i progressed the swords a little bit too uh and you can make it kind of have this uh, ability to throw like these energy beams kind of like legend of zelda when you have the full energy and you could throw your sword it's kind of like that you you hold it horizontally and, and hold the grip in and when you feel the the haptics then you're able to just swing your sword and it throws this energy beam out uh, so the, the the moral of the story is is it really doesn't matter 
which one you prefer. Uh, it's all about the progression. And when you progress these abilities, uh, they become very cool, very fun to use. And especially, uh, you know, with what Ruth was talking about, especially once you get a little bit better with the movement, uh, you really start to feel like a badass. Um, and to answer your question, Ruth, I, I didn't really do any kind of flipping or anything like that. Uh, I, I, didn't ever, I didn't play that much Sirento going in. So mm. this is kind of uh, me learning it for the first time. Uh, but I assume that all of this stuff is taught in the advanced tutorials. And I, I didn't go into any of the advanced tutorials. Did you? Ah, hell no. I don't know. <laughs> hell no. I went into the <laughs> ones I had to go into for sure. Because, um, you know, there's some things I didn't know what was going on um but uh especially like how to spawn different guns or or whatever but um i definitely uh maybe i should have gone into it because i didn't i missed out on all this like i'm watching gamer tag flipping around upside down i did play sirento i just thought maybe because i teleported around and dashed and stuff which was how cool was the dash man like it didn't like can you imagine i mean any rogue like um uh what's it uh paternal right a dash in that game you can do it in vr with uh what people would call a teleport but it's a literal dash right um same thing super cool i enjoyed it because yeah. it was it was a dash or it was a jump and you can double jump which was something that i did constantly was double jump uh eric did you have any kind of uh experience in sirento uh coming into this game yeah, no, I definitely played it. Um, I love Sirento. The movement in that game is it was great. It's it's probably the best game you're gonna have for like jumping up and flipping around. And uh, in this, it's it's here. It's 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 here just like it's it was in that one. You can tell that's the same you know devs that made it. And uh, yeah, so I mean the movement is great. I love the dash. Um, I, I'm just in love with these type of games right now. I mean I am so hooked on. And I was never a big uh, roguelite fan before, but. I'm just hooked on these games right now. The, the the branching systems and the choices that you have to make. I mean, look at the way we played. We had three of us had three fairly different plays throughs of this with the weapons that we had. And, 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 you know, that, and that goes to part of the depth of the game. You know, I don't have to have you know a super deep story every time, as long as I'm working towards something and not just mindlessly hacking and slashing. Um, you know, I like, you know, I, I hope there's a story in there somewhere, but, um, I just like the progression. I love the depth of the of the of the way you can progress yourself, and uh, and that's what I'm really digging about a lot of different roguelites right now, because um, your cho every choice makes a difference, you know, and how you what you can, you know, how you build yourself. Like you went with the magic quest. I didn't even do the magic at all, really. I mean, I I, I didn't really even mess with it just because I was so focused on on the weapons and the guns. Um, so yeah, it's just amazing the way they're they're, they're working these things right now. Yeah, and I completely agree with everything you said there. I wasn't a fan of roguelikes either uh, until some of the newer ones that have come out. Uh, and it's interesting you say that because my immediate vibe going into this was in death. Like this is a this game looks like in death, and it, and it's kind of the got the same layout as in death. Uh, but where it really sets itself apart from an in death is the the progression system. You know in death you get new arrows and, and things with different abilities but that's about the extent of the progression in in death uh, whereas you have a game like this with all sorts of different uh you know different types of offense 
all of which are fully progressed. And, and then on top of the regular level progression, you unlock traits. Um, Roots, did, did you discover in the, uh, in the shop how to apply traits to your, uh, your offensive, uh, offensive weapons? Um, I think so. What was it? I saw something about that, but I've played so many games this last week that had this similar thing. Um, I believe so. Maybe. What, what about you, Eric? Did you play around at all with the traits? I didn't really. I was kind of messing basically just with the, uh, the upgrades of the weapons. Um, I see, I saw where you could buy them. You could trade in like your, you could trade in souls. Of the, oh, that's what it was. Yeah. Of the people that you have, some of the enemies that you killed and you could buy. So I did buy a couple, but I, I didn't really, I didn't have time to like look at it all and pay attention to it real close. Cause I was just trying to get through it as fast yeah. as possible. Um, but yeah, I, I could see where you could build up, you could build up your, I don't remember what the name of their, their, their their coins or money was but yeah you could you could sell souls and make money and then you could buy different traits yeah yeah basically the way it works is after you level any certain thing up to a certain level uh once you hit one of those market checkpoints uh if you go to your right hand board and click the uh, bottom button i don't remember what it said it'll bring you into a alternate traits menu and you select whatever it is uh you, you know your sword your your magic whatever and then you'll have a list of traits available to you and you can pick an extra ability uh to to add even on top of what you've already unlocked just through the leveling it, it's a very um nuanced uh progression system for vr we have i haven't seen very many uh, of these type of games in vr that have this much detail put into the progression system and that alone makes me excited um, for the, the full version of this. Um, now, now, I guess we need to hit some of the, uh, the, the basic stuff that we always talk about, Roots. Uh, absolutely beautiful game, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it looked beautiful, uh, sounded amazing. Um, I was impressed by the graphics for sure. Now, how much time did you, either of you spend in this game? Because I noticed in my um, my thing I on my friends list, I was blown away because Wolveraza's already put in three hours in this game, and he says he hasn't gotten much time in there. And Skiva's got like 12 and a half hours or something. Wow. Some some people have just wow. gone to town in this thing, and um, that tells you how good it is, right? Well, I think it, maybe on Skiva's... Um skiva might have access to to an expanded version of it like we're just playing roots you and i are just playing with the store uh beta i think eric didn't you say that the uh the review version of it had a little bit more to it yeah it was basically it wasn't much the we got early access basically um to the demo before the it went to the store and we got like one more enemy you know what i mean so it's not like we got a lot different so how, i didn't get like how about the enemies by the way it was a pretty good variety for for what basically amounted to a 45 minute to an hour long campaign uh there was some pretty good enemy variety in here wasn't there oh they're cre super creepy man give you like serious like like you know you know spooky movie you know scary movie like uh what was the hell hellblade or uh what was that movie with the Hellraiser? Pinhead? Hellraiser, that's it. That didn't yeah. give you those vibes with the cages that some of these guys had on their faces, and they had like no eyes and super creepy. Yeah, it was awesome. What'd you think about the enemy series? Oh, I thought it was really good. That was very unique and um, and pretty creepy. 
I, I, I don't know. I, one thing I didn't, um, I don't know. I, I definitely, I feel like there should have been more uh, enemies, but I feel like, like we said, it's a demo. So uh, this is probably, I think you nailed it at the beginning, Wes. This is probably like one level, one set of enemies, right? Yeah, and I, I could think of, let, let me think. There was two different zombie varieties. There was the flying bat things, which were creepy as hell. Those Did you guys notice that the, the bat things, they were decapitated heads of geisha girls, like from, from like Japan, and they had grown bat wings and fangs out of these heads and they would just fly around and shoot like these balls at you or whatever <laughs> they have balls flying out of your mouth you know who else has balls flying out of their mouth My mom. <laughs> yeah she does you know i'll tell you what that was the creepiest thing for me i don't know what it is but putting a face an actual face on something like that it was just weird and it was creepy and um it worked very well but you think you know, we played 45 minutes to an hour long uh, demo, right? We've got the two zombie tops. We have the flying enemy. We have the, the big giant thing with the axe. And then you had the, the other flying enemy, the big flying enemy with the samurai sword and the uh, force field. That's, uh, what, five different enemies in this one little stretch of game where you think about another game, uh, a popular game like In Death, which has you know, a handful of enemies, and then you get some variants as you get deeper into the game. But uh, I think that it represented itself pretty well for, again, what it was, a short demo. Yeah, Wolverazza says he just he just shot the bats real quick and just moved on. Mm -hmm. no, he's not messing with them. He's not worried about them. You know, what I did with the bats was uh, I, I would double jump. Like, I would take a, a jump up in the air over top of them and then I would use the second jump to fly by them and slash them with my sword as I'm flying by them. Yeah, the sword took out the bats really well. You know, I yeah. found myself, uh, I don't know why, man. Like, I guess I didn't want to worry about mana, but I found myself reloading. I really like the reloading mechanic. You know, the way you just grab your hand down and it's and you've got your bullets in your hand, you just throw them in there and boom. You know, it was uh, it was easy. And it was it was really cool. And that was one of the things that really stuck out to me as well. As they did the um, mechanics for everything was really done well. It was really easy to do every move. There was no jank. There was no, you know, you're accidentally doing it or you're you're trying to do it a thousand times. It's not working. Um, everything just worked really well. And and it's all gesture based. And uh, what you're saying there is is what's so amazing about it. The gestures were simple. You know, swipe up, swipe down, swipe left, swipe, swipe right. But there, but it all worked. Like you would expect something like that. That that you know, generally when we do gesture based, there's some kind of uh, variety to the gestures, right? You have to make a triangle or a circle or a Z. None of that here. It was all one swipe, really quick, and it all worked very well. Um, hey, and, I think uh, I I think it had to be because it's so fast, right? I mean, right. If you had to, if you had an inventory system where you had to pull stuff out of an inventory to change weapons or anything, even anything else, <clears throat> I don't think it would have worked. I mean, you have to be because you're on the move constantly in this game. You can't stay in one spot. And um, I mean, I, I thought the the system was brilliant, man. The way you just like <clears throat> flick your wrist and you have a gun in your hand, or you know, flick your wrist down, and you have a sword in your hand, or you know, you, you go sideways and you have a fireball. I mean, it's so cool. 
was particular. I mean, I was just impressed overall with uh, just how far along this game is and how mixed realms has really upped their game. I played Sirento when it was in early access and I was not impressed with it at that point. And then here we have Hellsweeper, which does so much more than Sirento did. And it does it better already, even in this beta state. Uh, I was really blown away by it. Well, it just does it better than what you remember. Because the, the polished Sirento was actually pretty pretty darn good. Well, that, well um, that's, that's what I'm making, though, is the comparison between this and beta mm, in, the early, in the early access of Sirento. So we should imagine that this, when it's fin finished, is going to be phenomenal. Exactly. So. It's my point. It's We talk about it all the time, this progression that these VR developers are making from game to game to game, how they're getting better at it. And I think Mixed Realms is getting a lot better at it as they uh, not only perfect the mechanics that they had in Sirento, but as they add to the scope of uh, their gameplay with these all this gesture-based stuff and these uh, roguelike progression systems, that's very impressive. Yeah, I mean, these guys know how to make these guys know how to make a VR game. I mean, Sirento is an awesome game. I'm sure they learned a ton on that game, especially you know, moving that game to the quest. Um, I'm sure they learned a ton of different things to optimize and, and make it make it better. And then, um, you know, I don't think I I think they're right though. I mean, there's no way they threw everything out there in this demo, right? I mean, I just can't wait to see what they really have in store when this game really comes out because there's no way they put you know all their stuff in this demo and like yeah, here here's the demo, play it for an hour, and this is pretty much the whole game. It's, it's going to be amazing when it comes out. It's going to, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be a full game and it's going to be great. And I can't wait. Eric, here we are, you know, raving about this thing and they're calling it watered down. So, I mean, if that should give you some idea, I mean, if this thing's watered down, I mean, you could play through the tutorial set that they have for probably an extra half an hour to 45 minutes. Did you see all those different advanced tutorials they had? Oh yeah, it's crazy. I mean, just the movement, uh, the different, uh, the you know, the different uh, way. Just there was some just different gestures with some different weapons. So you, if you went like, if you took the gun and turned it sideways, and you you made a flick with your wrist, you had like a, an alternate fire. The different ways you jump around. Um, yeah, I mean, you could spend you could spend an hour in a tutorial easy um, if you wanted to go through that. Or twelve um, hours. Like, or twelve. Yeah, I can't believe twelve. That's crazy. But yeah, I mean, there's a, there was a ton just in this demo, and I, I mean, the game itself is going to be it's going to be huge. And you know, if it's you know, roguelites can roguelites can take you a long time to play through. I mean, I mean, look at Returnal. I mean, how many hours you got in Returnal? You can play through those for a long time. So there can be a ton if it's done right. When this comes out, there could be a ton of time that you can play in this game and have an awesome time. Yeah, uh, which kind of brings me to my. Um one of my areas of opportunity here uh, roots i know uh that you probably uh wanted that damn tutorial to just hurry up and get over with because <laughs> that's how i was i mean it was a fairly long thing and it was all information that you needed and i'm talking about just the basic tutorial that you have to do to play the game uh, but then there are, there's all these advanced tutorials that you need to really become a master at, at the game uh, i feel like this could be done better. And the way that they could do that is by having playable levels mm. that incorporate this kind of training. Instead of doing a straight informative tutorial 
couldn't they do like uh, a training level and have a set of training levels to teach you all this stuff? That would make it a lot more consumable for me. Uh, what about you? Would, would you be more uh, inclined to participate in a training level as opposed to these straight informative tutorial system that they have set up? Absolutely. Or the, the best games that we've even said, like sometimes you don't even feel like you're in a tutorial. It's like you're playing through, you're doing it, and then it dawns on you, oh shit, this is a tutorial. Well, this is actually really fun. Um, you can make tutorials don't have to be a drag. There's a reason why when I hear tutorial, I, I start to, my eyes roll back in my head and I just like fall asleep. Because most of them are like exactly that, where you're like, come on, let's go. I want to get to the game. Now I will submit, I, I can't remember what it was, but I was playing recently, but I was playing it and I had no idea what was going on. And every time the tutorial would come up, I was like, I don't want to do it. And then as soon as I didn't do it, I'm like, fuck, man, what am I doing? I should have listened to the tutorial. So there's reasons for it, but uh, please make it entertaining. Like uh, the Wizards Dark Times, I think, is a great example of it. It had all these different gesture-based things that you could do, but it didn't bog you down with all that. It let you play the game, and then as you gained an ability, it taught it to you right then and there, and you just add it into your repertoire. And by spreading that information out and letting you use it level by level by level, you actually retain the knowledge a lot better uh, because you're not trying to learn it all at once. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the VR Demon says Legendary Tales tutorial made him want to punch the punch himself. Well, and, the uh, Legendary Tales price made me want to punch myself. <laughs> Holy, you're not kidding. Holy crap. Yeah, that's uh, about $10 too much and minimum. Well, okay, but it better be great. I don't want to. I don't want to pass judgment on it, having not played it. But it seems certainly it. seems to be overpriced. Uh, I didn't request a review key for it, but I think I might now because I sure as hell not going to buy it. And if it don't come to uh, Viport, uh, the only way that I'm going to check it out and see if it's worth the thirty five dollars is if they send us a key. So, um, if you're watching Legendary Tales developers, please grace us with one of your uh, thirty dollar, uh, thirty five dollar game copies please yeah thank you <laughs> yeah absolutely anyway um vr demon is in the chat and uh he says that he's loving the hell sweeper play test yeah I, i'm i'm loving it too it's very high quality much further along than i would have expected it to be um and i really i i hope that people's speculation that there's not much more to this than what's in the play test is wrong uh I, I fully expect that this is just a glimpse of what the game has to offer. And I think that once we get the full version in our hands, it's going to be very obvious to people that uh, they didn't just give their game away. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, I think we've said all about, about all we can about that one. Uh, but the next game we have to talk about is even further away than Hell Sweeper. Shock Troops is the next game from developer Garage Collective, the developer behind uh, the recent Stones of Harleth uh, RPG on the Oculus Quest, as well as um, Data Legion, which was originally a, uh, a Gear VR game and then came to Go and then subsequently came to Rift S, or Rift, I guess I should say. Um, Shark Troops is described as 
a spiritual sequel uh, to State of Legion and Roots. That was very uh, apparent from the very beginning, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was definitely very, uh, very reminiscent. Um, except for it was more um, sci-fi, I guess it would be more spacey. Uh, shout out to Paradise Decay for uh, his video that we're showing here. Um, and uh, I really enjoyed this game. It was definitely a uh, very a lot more like, um, or at least the demo of it, uh, like the uh, Theta Legion, right? Yeah, yeah, it was it was very similar to Theta Legion, although it was obviously more advanced from a production standpoint, uh, a little bit more uh, detailed visually and and sound. I thought the sound was phenomenal. Uh, but what we had here was basically a four level demo of a game that is literally in the early stages of development. Uh, Shock Troops is not due out until the end of 2022 so a long way to go on this one uh but uh you know already uh, a fairly solid four level demo out there and i just want to thank uh, our friend cyril at garage collective for granting the three of us with review access to it uh one of only a handful uh guys of uh different media outlets that have uh, access to this demo right now so big shout out to cyril big thank you for uh, letting us check this out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 100%. He's awesome. Uh, anyway, um, Eric, did you play Theta Legion at all? I did not. I did not. But I, I, I was going to try and play it before the show, and I just ran out of time. Um, I've had a crazy couple of days. So, um, yeah, I, I wanted to. I have access to it now. Thank you. Um, but I just didn't get a chance to do it. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go back and do it. Um, I love Stones of Parleth. It was one of my favorite games this year um and i love this demo it was awesome man i had so much fun in that when it was over i kept going back to the, the table where all the different worlds were trying to grab another one because i wanted to keep going and i'm like <laughs> I kept, i'm like oh, just give me one more i want to do one more well, and, i think uh, on the table i think those were the worlds that you play through it just puts you through them in sequence when yeah you're in the uh when you're in the game um so I, I, I love Theta Legion, uh, and to demonstrate that, I'll just say uh, I finished it. And you guys know, uh, you know, that doesn't happen very often, especially, you know, a year and a half ago, two years ago when I played that. Like, I, I didn't finish anything back then, and uh, I played through that. I, you know, I made video. We did our coverage here on the channel, and then even after the coverage was over with, that was a game I kept going back to because it was so fun to play. It's one of these Doom style retro FPS games, uh, you know, with heavy doses of nostalgia through the pixel art and through the game mechanics mm. roots. I mean, this thing plays just like uh, one of those old school, fast paced retro shooters, doesn't it? Yeah, especially the, with the machine gun thing, because um, there's two different types of guns, right? One single shooter and the machine gun. So I found myself constantly shooting and then, uh, running although i you know there's sometimes i don't know what the deal was i would flip it to i didn't even know that's how you reloaded at first i i actually tried to smack one of the people because i was out of bullets and then i was like oh that's how i i got bullets somehow from these people and then i realized that's the, the reload mechanic right um but no i had i had tons of fun running around um shooting everybody but uh now let me ask you this now and that this may have just been a weird situation where i found did you guys use the there was like some kind of a square you could stand on right it says if you stand on it it saves you if you die 
kind of like that machine in um returnal right where you come back to life i got into a spot where i stood on that thing and then i died and then when i spawned in i was facing a direction and then when i turned i'm getting i i swear to god everything had respawned and i don't yeah. I, I it took me five tries to get out of that corner because i was getting bombarded by so many bullets it was like what the f man i'm I really had to start thinking on how to get out of this corner. I don't know if that happened to you guys or not, but um, it was uh, it was insane firefight. Yeah, I was stuck there for like fifteen minutes. It was like <laughs> it was when you're you're on that one pad outside uh, on the spacewalk thing, and yeah, it, you're just like because you're turned in the wrong way, and all of a sudden everything that you just <laughs> killed is now respawned. So as soon as you spawn in, you have like from five or six different directions they're shooting at you. I almost had to restart the whole game because I'm like, I can't get through this because like, there's no way I can turn around and shoot fast enough to start kill all these guys. But I actually, I ended up making it through. But yeah, it was a cool little spot. I made yeah. sure I was like going to make it. I was like, no, dude. I, I was like, there's no way they put me in this situation and I can't get out of it. So like I had to really like try different scenarios to try to move, right? It was cool. Yeah, uh, I got down to... Uh like my, my last little bar of health a couple of times, uh, but I didn't die. So I didn't have mm. to deal with any of this uh, stuff that you guys uh, had to deal with, with the respawning. Uh, I took, as I always do, a very cautious approach to uh, moving through the levels. I moved slowly, stayed behind cover, took the enemies out as I went and shot at things from very long distances. So um, that was, but, the, you know, that, that was the key, right? In some spots where like you, if you just ran up into an area, you were screwed because you everything comes at you. Not only like the things from this direction, that direction, I had shit shooting from below. So I had to like say, I've seen these eyeball things from the distance. And I'm like, no, I'm getting that fucker now before he gets anywhere close to me. So you kind of have to come at it from a strategy point, right? Yeah, yeah. This level that you're talking about, the spacewalk level, uh it's wide open and i did exactly that i stood up on that upper level and basically cleared out 90 percent of the uh, enemies on the lower level from the upper level so i didn't have to deal with them when i got down there um but eric um you know i always say that you know with this pixel art as long as the developer doesn't get lazy with it you can do a really good job with it and uh just because it's pixel art doesn't mean that it it's not going to be immersive. And I think this spacewalk level uh, was a great illustration of that because I was just wowed at how cool this thing looked and how immersive it was. Like the whole game was cool, but that spacewalk level, when you got out against that, uh, you know, that the backdrop of space, uh, it really, really was uh, very immersive and it felt like being out there. Um, what what did, did you did you experience this at all did you have any wow moments oh yeah i mean and to me this this is an art form and cyril does it so well he knows he knows what he does well and he and he just he it it really is it's art it's an art form now yeah i could see a developer doing it you know cheaply and quickly and trying and make it like that but that that won't look like this i guarantee if somebody tried to do that this is a labor of love this is cannot be easy to make this stuff um and it, it's just done perfect, just like Stones of Harlath. The way it's done, to me, it doesn't look like bad. I don't, I don't consider it like bad graphics or eight bit graphics. I consider it like, uh, you know, just an environment. And I, 
five minutes in, I don't see it anymore. I don't see it as 8-bit graphics anymore. I'm in the environment now. I'm in VR. And all that goes away after your first few minutes in. When you first get in there and you look around, you look at your hands, you look at the gun, you know, when you can see all the pixels and the polygons, that all goes away. And all you now see is these uh, cool environments, these awesome corridors, the the amazing uh, outer space, you know, like a moonwalk platform that you're on, um, you know, and that's all you see after that because you're, you're number one, you're getting shot at from everywhere. So you really have no time to focus, but yeah, I mean, just like with stones of Harlath, and I'm sure it's probably the same with data legion. Um, to me, you know, this guy's an artist and what he does and it, you know, I, I love it. And I, I can't wait to see finished game. And the lighting, right roots. I mean, like typically when you're playing these type of pixel art games, you don't really come out of it raving about the lighting. Uh, but th- this game has some legitimate, uh, I mean, it's not real time, you know, lighting like you'll get in a photo real game, but it's very effective. You see rays of light coming out of the light sources as you walk into the lit areas versus the dark areas. It's all very well done and it, and it really ratchets up the immersion level, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. The lighting was amazing. It definitely adds to the immersion. And uh, Cyril's also saying that the uh, the quote unquote save spot is bugged right now. So uh, mm-hmm. the fact that we were able to get out of there, Eric, is a testament in itself. Um, we probably weren't supposed to. We rock. Yeah, we rock. Now let me ask you guys. Uh, I did get stuck a bit uh, in the last level of the game. It wasn't exactly clear to me the first time uh, that uh, th- that what I was supposed to do to um to to make that thing vulnerable so i basically found myself in a loop where i was just killing all these residual enemies before i finally figured out what i had to do to uh you know it was like 10 minutes later i figured out what i'm supposed to do to attack that big thing did you guys did did you understand what you were supposed to do to kill it right away or or was were you more like me fumbling through it and then finally figuring out that you had to activate three things at the same time to uh to bring the uh, shield down i had a couple I... moments like that in the game not only at the end but just where you're like doing something and i'm just like i'm just obtuse not paying attention i guess and then i realize i'm gotta change it up so yeah i got Eric? lucky I, I saw that i saw one of those machines right away when i first got into that room <clears throat> and i saw that i could hit the button and I, I did see that there was two more so i just got lucky that i happened to see it because if you don't, I know I can see where you can, you, if you miss it, you know what I mean? And then actually I didn't, what, I, what screwed me up is I didn't realize that uh, you had to keep going back again. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, well, it happened. I was, and then you had to keep going back and doing the same thing. You had to do that two or three times. So yeah, it took me a little bit to figure that process out. But yeah. Well, you, you have a small space of time that you have to hit them all three in. Like I hit them all three on my way up the ramp, but I didn't go fast enough. So I guess by the time I got the third one, that the, the first one had reset. Right. So I I just kept waiting on something to happen that never came, and then uh, you know I started shooting at it, and it would it would tell you that it's futile, right? You can't hurt me right now, and then eventually uh, it just clicked all of a sudden, and I tried it, and it worked. Uh, but it was comical, man. I just kept fighting these things off. Mm-hmm. Luckily, they keep spawning in health and, and ammo to keep you uh, going. Um, so uh i didn't die and have to get stuck in one of these respawn points uh wolveraza is wondering how the haptics are in this game 
it wasn't something that particularly uh, jumped out at me the haptics uh, again though we we need to uh reiterate that this game is over a year away from release and uh i, I didn't notice uh any haptics or any lack of haptics so i would just assume that it's fairly standard stuff uh, did you notice anything uh, with regards to the haptics roots i didn't actually and that's what i was asking you because I, I you know I, as far as i would think there wasn't any at all but i there had to have been some i just uh they didn't clearly didn't feel off or anything so uh, i'll have to go back in and check it out what about you eric i i, I don't remember any at all so but i i also don't remember going oh jesus no haptics you know what i mean so i, I don't know <laughs> i don't know if uh yeah I didn't miss it if it's not there. I didn't really miss it. No. Yeah, I, I'm assuming uh, Cyril's saying, "Are you meaning controller feedback or B haptics?" I'm I'm assuming he means control feedback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's what I was thinking too. Yeah, I didn't notice it, but I didn't notice it not being there. I think if it weren't there, I probably would have noticed that. Uh, but I did. I don't remember one way or the other whether there was anything there. So I wouldn't call it remarkable. I wouldn't call it anything. Uh, to be quite honest, I, I didn't take any kind of mental note of it at all. Yeah. Yeah. And he says, yeah, it's pretty standard controller vibration. So it was there. Um, but again, it, it isn't something, it's not like having a dual sense in your hand where you're getting all this information about the game through the uh, vibrations. Yeah. I wasn't looking for it either. That was a weird crab for PD to throw <laughs> in the middle of his, his video. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah. Uh, anyway, th there were a few areas of opportunity here. I don't want to make it all out to be uh, sunshine and rainbows, but the fact of the matter is that that's, this is a very early version of the game, and I, I'm not going to, uh, I mean, we're not going to hold any of that kind of stuff uh, against him. Uh, th this is still very much a work in progress, and we will uh, we we'll give feedback off the air. Yeah. Well, I love space, man. Like, how cool. I fell off the... Uh, did you, either of you fall off the scaffold at all? I fell off one time and was falling towards the, the planet, and I just wanted to keep falling until I hit the atmosphere, But uh, and then I died. But it was cool. Well, I, I jumped off. Uh, I, I couldn't <laughs> find the ramp. Like, I didn't yeah. see the ramp to get down to the lower level. So eventually I just jumped off, and then that was when I saw where the ramps were. Wow. Yeah, I did, I did the same exact thing. I jumped off, and you really can't... You can't really jump. You just kind of fall straight down. <laughs> Right, I tried to, right. you see, you can cut across, right? I was trying to cut across and be like slick and I somehow fell between pipes and like, was like, oh, what the hell? And then I, it was sucked too, because I had finally got past this area where I like, <laughs> cause I'm not like Wes, I wasn't strategically taking, I was like running through, I was like, man, I'm going to kill these things. And then you die and you're like, okay, I'm going to do it differently. Um, and then you finally get past that area and then you stupidly fall off the edge and fall to your death uh it was cool. I, now i'll tell you what i did fall off of uh more than once was that uh train mm. section where they they put the uh the ammo and the uh the health all along the edge and there's no rail to hold you on there so if you're in the middle of a firefight and you run for that ammo uh you're gonna fall off the train i bet i did that uh four or five times did, did either <laughs> of you guys fall off the train no i got knocked off by no. that sign thing you know um or something happened i did fall off once um but you know it it was cool it was like uh ever you know especially you because you have to stay on there what seven minutes i think that's what they yeah, said something like that yeah, yeah seven minutes. and so um and near the end it gets pretty crazy i can definitely see where you could fall off the edge for sure 
Yeah, I would always get like halfway through it or more and then fall off and have to start over again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm totally uh, psyched for this game now. You know, um, very similar to Theta Legion. If you guys have played Theta Legion out there and enjoyed it the way I did, this is a proper progression already, and it's still the very early stages of this game. Uh, Cyril uh, says that this game should be much larger in terms of scope and length of gameplay, uh, which I look forward to. And one thing that I noticed that was a stark improvement over uh, Theta Legion was the audio. Like, I thought that the music and sound effects in this game were uh, phenomenal. Not that they were bad in Theta Legion, but the, I was really impressed with the soundtrack. Yeah. Well, the, you know, the music makes everything, right? Like, especially if you're going on out cool, killing stuff out in space. Um, having some cool music going is really good. This just looks amazing. I just, I, I'm just remembering how amazing it looked. Um, I love space, like I said, and uh, um, anything in VR that, you know, has me overlooking a, a, a planet is amazing. I'm super excited to go to Theta Legion now. Yeah, now, I, I have to. I have to wait for this game, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go into Theta Legion and check it out. You're gonna love because, it uh, yeah. because I love this. I love Stones of Harleth, and I love this, so I'm sure I'm gonna love Theta Legion. Yeah, yeah. Theta Legion is like ten levels, <clears throat> and uh, it got a significant uh, graphical upgrade when it came to PC. Uh, so a lot of this lighting and stuff, and um, a lot of the the depth to the levels. Uh, all, all that stuff got added in when it came to PC, and it, it's it's uh, it's very similar to uh, to what we have here. Only it's fully fleshed out and finished, where this is just kind of a the beginning stages of a game. Is Garage Collective still in the chat? Cyril, are, is there, you have any plans? Would you ever think about bringing Theta Legion to the Quest? I mean, because that's a game that could probably move to the Quest, right, guys? Oh, for sure, for sure, it would run on Quest. Um, I think, you know, not to answer for him, but I think that this game kind of is him bringing Theta Legion to gotcha. the quest. It's just, it's that similar. Uh, but no, I mean, he could do a straight port. It probably would be a good way to uh, pick up some quick funding. But, uh, you know, I, I got to imagine developing a new game is much more fun than uh, porting an old one, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's already he's already brought Theta Legion to three platforms, so like, he's probably sick of doing Theta Legion. Because <laughs> yeah, it was because uh, it was on the go too, right? Is that what it was? It was on the go. Yeah, it was uh, it was on gear, and then it was on go, and then it came to PC. Ah. Hmm. Um, anyway, okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna answer Mepper. He wants to know how I managed to keep a full beard through the hot summer. It really doesn't bother me, man. I'm out in the sun all day, and it's like people ask me that. It's like I doesn't. You know what the biggest thing, and I, I guarantee anybody that's got a full beard um, would say, is there's those moments when you would just like to feel a cold breeze, a cool breeze on your face, and you just can't. You know what I mean? Like, you just this part of my face will not get a cool breeze. It's not happening. Um, you could braid it. I could braid it. That would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Grush Collective in chat says, yes, what Wes said, exactly. So, uh, okay. yeah what i said yes uh anyway um good work cyril we'll be sure to uh send you some feedback on some areas of opportunity but I, all in all 
I really enjoyed it. I can't wait to play more levels. I uh, blew through these four, and uh, much like Hell Sweeper before, I wanted more when I was done. So yeah. uh, I might end up playing through Theta Legion again myself. 12 hours. You got 12 hours to play now. You got to beat Skiva. <laughs> right. Man, how did that guy put that kind of time in? That's just, <laughs> what, what do you do? What do you do for that long? I don't know, man. That's crazy. Maybe he just sucks at it real bad and kept dying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. And you know, and one of the cool things to go back to Hellsweeper really quick. One of the things I appreciate about it was the uh, the save points. They were certainly necessary for me. Yeah. Well, you know, it's always good, especially you know you're gonna die. You're gonna die in that game. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dark Angel says, "You know who else wants more?" My mom. You know, I have to look at the letter now. And make sure it's on the A because the B section of those four, I've got Mash Daddy. I, I was I like to scream out people's name when they come in my stream, so I was recording everybody's thing and just being silly. So uh, I can't let that go in the air again. <laughs> uh, Onikazi has a good point. Says he could have forgotten to close it when he took off his headset. Now that is true because there was one game, and I don't remember what it was, where I would just take breaks. And just take the headset off and, and leave it sitting. Mm. And you know, I looked at that game like a, a week or two after I played it, and I only played a little bit of it. And it said I had like twenty hours or something oh, like wow. that. You must have loved I, that I game. thought for a minute, for a minute, I thought is somebody logging into my account and playing my game. And then I realized what it was was I was just taking my headset off and leaving it running. So mm. uh, it very well could be that. Yeah, that would make sense. If you're gonna do that, do that on Viveport Infinity. It helps the devs. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, right. Oh God, I never thought about that. You could yeah. really, really pad that up. Yeah. There we go. So uh put fifty you, you hours Infinity... to Oshiwash. <laughs> <laughs> like you, damn, you man. Infinity devs out there that uh, need a little boost, let us know, and we'll organize a campaign for people to just log in and put their headset down yeah they're oh, like yeah. Uh, you can hear Viveport infinity now they're like we need to drop oshiwash man we are not making our money back we're paying money like, out left uh, and right it's like mining bitcoin <laughs> with a vr headset absolutely anyway uh looking forward to more from both of these games i'm sure that yeah. they were games that will uh, we will see again uh, in a game of the month episode, but at the end of the day, this is a game of the month episode, so we must move on uh, because PSVR had a hell of a month. And before we even get started on any of this stuff, uh, straight out the gate, guys, PSVR won this month, didn't it? As far as games, absolutely. They released way more games, way better games quality wise, right? Did you think yeah. you were going to say that again this year? I, I I didn't I didn't think that I thought I thought they wouldn't be putting anything out like this. And they've had you know, they've had a, they've had a great summer. Think, think about the stuff that's come out on on PlayStation this summer. Yeah, yeah, and more to come, more to come on PlayStation. Although some of those are uh, you know cross plats, but I mean they've got great games to look forward to still. Uh, after the fall song and the smoke, you know there, mm-hmm. there's stuff coming. PlayStation VR. Uh, but this month uh, was a great month for PlayStation VR, and uh, we started all off with a game that uh, Oculus Quest owners as well as PC VR owners have been enjoying for some time. Synth Riders made its way to PlayStation VR from uh, Kluge, 
Strategic. Uh, came out on August 10th for $25. And, uh, you know, Roots, we call it uh, a dance game. Most people call it a rhythm game. But at the end of the day, what makes this game so popular is the multiplayer. And it came with multiplayer fully intact to the PlayStation VR uh, platform and people as expected raving about it oh yeah that's the biggest thing that people rave that's why uh gamer um gamer chick loves this game so much right it's a multiplayer i love the fact and this is what you love about it is the movement right the fact that you actually feel like you're on a track moving somewhere the experiences are phenomenal if it wasn't for those i would think it was just another rhythm game but um it's unique uh in that respect as well yeah and, and I'm sorry, as is the case um, with most games that take their time to make it to the PlayStation Network, um, this game coming with a full catalog of, you know, uh, purchasable DLC, more songs, more beat maps. And Eric, one of the special things about Synth Riders is that their maps aren't just beat maps, they're actual levels as well. Yeah, I mean this this game is amazing. Um better than Beat Saber, I'll say it. I'll say it every time. I said it tonight uh, earlier. Um I I like this game a lot better than Beat Saber. I I never go back to Beat Saber. Um and I go back to this game quite a bit. Um so yeah, I mean and that's not even talking about the experiences they have in here because those are some of the coolest things that you'll find. Um you know the, the the trippy psychedelic experiences and you know some of the some of the levels and the way you're moving through them you're not stationary like you are in say beat saber you know you actually feel like you're moving through the level um and i love the music I, i'm not a fan of the beat saber or any of the beat saber soundtracks and i love this little this you know dance you know what i don't know what it's called this psychedelic dance music or whatever but I love it, man. And some of the other stuff in here, Pennywise, I mean, you're not going to find that in a lot of other games. And yeah, hands yeah. down, this is better. Even even without, even on PlayStation without the multiplayer, because they don't have the multiplayer yet. It's, oh, they don't it, have the multiplayer. I they do they not. Did. Yeah, they do not. It's coming, but they don't have the multiplayer yet for the PlayStation version. Oh, but even without oh, that, yeah. it's still amazing. So, see, this is why we, it's important that we have Eric on. He's the one that <laughs> keeps me in line. So that simplex don't just eat me alive in the comments. <laughs> yeah. you, can, you can delete now. Delete your comments. Yeah, delete simplex. Uh, anyway, what you're saying is true. The um, the soundtrack uh, to Synth Riders is far and above any other uh, rhythm game out there. Not only in its diversity of genres, but it has big name artists in it as well. And while we're starting to see that come to beat saber it has always been the case with synth riders so um definitely a big plus in uh, that category and roots also a game that's very well suited for move controllers right yeah absolutely there's not going to be any problem uh playing this game tracking wise isn't it weird that you what you just said came out of your mouth as far as uh um just fact wise that that this game has more music than beat saber that's owned by facebook like what is facebook doing man what did they pick up beat games for 
that's what I want to know. What are they doing with it? Like they don't haven't done anything with it yet, right? Except for just attach their name to it. Skrillex, bro. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> they put out a few music packs on it. Um, but they're, nothing. They're catching no, up. Nothing that Beat Games wouldn't have done if if Facebook wouldn't have picked them up. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. I just feel like that uh, they they should be able to do more. They've got Facebook money. Come on, Facebook. What are you doing? It, the only thing they've done is put multiplayer in and they did it and they half-assed it. It's the, the multiplayer in Synth Riders beats the shit out of the multiplayer in Beat Saber. The multiplayer in Beat Saber is, I don't know what they were thinking when they did it. It's just not good. It's not fun to do. Um, and it, it, Synth Riders does it like a hundred times better. Yeah. That's the only thing that they've done since, since Facebook bought them. Yeah, it's weird. Maybe it it's coming. It's kind of weird. Anyway, uh, certainly a game worthy of Game of the Month consideration, Synth Riders, uh, one of the very best rhythm games out there. Uh, and then we get to Arashi, Castles of Sin. Uh, this game came to us from Endeavor One on August 10th for $30. Um, this game, it's pretty much universal. Uh Everybody said the same thing when they played this game, that they were a little put off at first. Uh, but as you settle into it, as you get used to the controls and realize how to play the game, the game starts to get fun. And then it starts to get very fun. Um, a, a little bit of uh, criticism came their way for not launching with PS4 Pro enhancements. Uh, but this has since been rectified as yesterday the PS4 Pro patch did drop for Arashi Castles of Sin. Uh, and, and while it doesn't fix every little problem that the game had at launch, it certainly is much more well represented now than it was before. Um, Eric, uh, did, did you get a chance to play Arashi? You did, didn't you? Uh, I didn't. I didn't. I have. Yeah. I do have. I do have access to it. I just haven't had a chance to do it. I have. I've seen it play. I, I watched your 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 playthrough of it, and I've watched a, a couple with uh, with Brian Paul's playthrough. So I did get to see quite a bit of it. But I, I, yeah, I haven't actually tried it for myself yet. But um, yeah, I mean, this game's amazing, and they just just literally had another update like a day or two ago. Um, yeah. That was supposed to be a huge update, right? That was supposed to be graphically much better, and. Uh, it was supposed to change a few of the um, a few of the control bugs that they had. Um, yeah. So I mean, Endeavor One is rocking on this thing. I mean, they're I mean they are not they're not screwing around. I mean, they're fixing. They heard some of the complaints and and they're fixing them right away. So yeah, yeah I mean, and I would contend that out of this you know long list of great games on the PSVR uh, docket this month, this is probably uh, the best from an all around standpoint. Like. Uh, this game has a fairly lengthy uh, story-driven campaign. The gameplay is just fun. It's fun to do. It's fun to get in there and play. And um, a lot of where a lot of these other games fail, uh, this one is just a good all-around. Like it, I wouldn't call it great at any one thing, but it's good at everything, right? It's one of those. And uh, it's it's a game I recommend at thirty dollars. So I mean I mean that should tell you uh, a lot about it just in its own right. Uh, Roots, I know you were very critical about this game not uh, getting a pro patch uh, at launch. But that aside, I mean that's something that um, 
that a lot of games don't have it at launch. Yeah. They have rectified it by the time uh, we got to our game of the month um, discussion about it. So are we are we going to really hold that against them, or are we going to uh, call it water under the bridge? At this no, point? I think it's actually a testament to that they're good devs. Like Eric said, they're already on on it so quick. How many times do we hear that something's wrong with a game and the devs? don't change anything nothing happens a year goes by it's still wrong with the game so i think you give them credit they did get it before um and it's uh you know i mean it's really how the gate game is now um but um but i think wolverazza was saying uh no I, I was gonna first i was gonna ask him, he said um he said any plans on this coming to quest or pc and then i was gonna say is can you fist bump the wolf that's what i want to know <laughs> you can pet the wolf and you actually oh. i think you get a um now, I don't want to speak out of turn. I, I can't remember if it's this one or Blair Witch that gives you a, an achievement for playing with the, the dog or petting it or something. Mm. Actually, I think it might be Blair Witch. Mm. Um, but uh, the dog is uh, very much a uh, plays a, a pretty big role in the gameplay here, uh, which is cool. Uh, there's four or five different functions that the dog can do if you command it to do so. So uh, I thought that was cool um people who enjoy the animals in these type of games uh really would enjoy that aspect of this game yeah it looks cool and haru who doesn't love haru oh yeah for sure and uh anyway it was a very good game and one of the things uh one of the games i'm struggling with uh this month when it comes to uh game of the month for playstation vr because there were so many great games that came out on playstation vr uh, two days later, Blair Witch VR dropped from Bloober Team on um, on PSVR. This is another $30 game. And uh, a lot of people were worried about this one when it was announced for PlayStation because uh, of the Layers of Fear port that had came out uh, months earlier. Uh, the Layers of Fear port was a bad port. It was basically a bad port of the quest version of layers of fear so like the graphics failed the controls weren't the best and people thought that it was going to be the same thing all over again with blair witch much to everyone's surprise though that was not the case this game came pro patched on day one it was beautiful from the start and this game in general is a much better vr game than layers of fear was uh, so, um, surprisingly, this was one of the best PSVR releases of the month. Um, have either of you played Blair Witch? I guess I should start there. I have. I did on the Quest, and uh, I really liked it. I really enjoyed it. You know, I didn't know that I was going to like it, um, but I, I was really gripped by the story. And that was actually, now that you remind me, Wes, I want to know what the hell. Like, why is the sheriff down, breathing down my neck? Why am I disappearing for hours at a time there's so much in this story that that grips you right like i just even thinking about it now makes me want to go play it eric you play yeah. this one at all yeah i did this thing this thing's creepy man it's so creepy and i love the story and uh you know it, it the story pulls you through this game i mean this is really a story driven game because you just want to know what's going on because <laughs> in the beginning you're like what in the crap is going on you get all these flashbacks you don't know where you are Things are changing. You're talking to the sheriff one minute, then he's dead the next minute. And, you know, 
things are happening that just gets really, really creepy and really weird. And uh, I did not finish it yet, but man, I just, you, you, it's one of those games that you're always thinking about going back to just because you want to, you want to complete that story. You want to find out exactly what happens in the end. So yeah, really, really good game. So again, uh, we're struggling here because as a horror game fan, obviously Blair Witch was probably my favorite experience of the month Mm. from the PlayStation VR uh, list. Um, But with that said, I mean, it certainly doesn't have the diversity of gameplay that a uh, Arashi has. Uh, I mean, you could almost call Blair Witch like uh, an interactive experience because I mean, uh, I'm not even sure that you can die in that game. I never died in it. Like uh, it's, it's more about immersion. It's about being in this creepy story. The storytelling is, is Hollywood level. Like it's very, uh, great storytelling and, uh, the environments, especially on the PlayStation and PC versions of the game, very, very immersive and highly, interactive with the items that you can find uh with the phone with the walkie-talkie all that stuff the camera uh makes it very immersive and makes it one of my favorite horror games in vr uh so um again what do you judge it on do you judge it on mainstream appeal did you do you judge it on fun gameplay or just overall production quality um you know we've got a decision on our hands here yeah absolutely tough month and then we come to fract uh fract from in dreams which came out on august 20th the next week again another 30 dollar game and um as far as production value goes and just uh you know overall fun factor this was probably the best game that came out on playstation vr like this, this game had everything it, it had beautiful art and sound and gameplay loop that it's very replayable um it's a blockbuster action game that most people beat in less than two hours for 30 bucks so again uh which game had the highest highs this month in my opinion it was fracked let's tell you eric this is my vote this is my vote for for game of the month i'll tell you guys right now um, I love this game. I still go back to this game. Um, it's so well done, um, high quality. I don't, I don't. It was a quick game, but it's replayable. Um, I like that it's replayable because I can go back and play any mission I want. Um, yeah, I just love this game. And you know, if to me, if Synth Riders maybe had shipped with the multiplayer, you it would have more shot with me. But I think those those are my two. But I'm I'm voting for Fract. I love this game. How many woofs yeah. out of 10 would you give it? Sion wants to know. <laughs> the dog did bark a lot. Yes, he did. Um, yeah, Fract, it was pretty much perfection while it lasted, right? Yeah, I wanted, I, I, you know, that's, to me, a mark of a good game is that you, you want more, you know, and this could, could this game have been longer? Absolutely. Uh, I don't think they're finished with this game. Um, I'm, but I'm just judging on what I have seen right now. And, uh, I still, I still go back and play it and I want to keep going back and playing it. And, uh, it's just as much fun now as it was in the beginning. So is it worth um, $30? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, so that's worth 30 bucks. Yeah. And for what, for what it's worth, uh, I didn't beat it in two hours. It took me like four hours to beat it. Yeah. I was like three, three fifteen, three thirty. 
but but what did i like i said earlier at the beginning of the show sometimes uh, the what people complain about is what's good about it like you finished the game you got to complete it and it was fully fledged out fleshed you know what i mean fleshed out it was um an amazing game from what you guys are saying so win-win yeah. Win. yeah again again this was the highest highs like if you're gonna play 20 minutes of each game you're gonna come out and say fracked wins hands down mm. Zion know, says like, you gotta fracking be kidding him we haven't heard that one uh notable with this game there does not appear to be any more content coming to it Mm. i've reached out to in dreams this past week and put them that question to them directly Uh, are you guys working on any kind of content updates and they didn't give me the no comment or any of this deal they said no no there's no plans to uh add any content to the game at this time yeah, it's made its money and it's it's game this is the game they wanted to put out right so yep so uh as awesome as a uh a skiing mode would be where there's just 10 different skiing levels with a, a leaderboard and all types of shooting and branching paths as easy as it would be for them to do that and as mm. much replayability as it would add to this game apparently it's not coming Oh, maybe they don't want to be they don't want to have all the gimmicky extra stuff they just want the game to be the game you know so i respect all right it. so uh as predicted uh quite a decision on our hands with playstation vr but wait there's more on that uh four days later on that very same week i expect you to die too dropped from shell games august 24th $25. Uh, we all three played this game. We all three enjoyed this game. Roots, this was a very good puzzle game, wasn't it? Yeah, it was really good. And I'm surprised. I thought Eric liked it. He just threw it under the bus when he said he fracked. Hands down. <laughs> no, just kidding. You can like different games, different genres. I thought this is very, very good. Done very well. It's unique as far as even just the beginning was was not what I expected. You know what I mean? I was not expecting to die the several different ways that I did. I don't know anything about being backstage hand. That was a little stressful for me, but it was cool to get to uh, to do. I just I, I've enjoyed so much of what I've played so far, and I need to um, to play through more because I think Eric, you finished it, right? I did. Yeah, that's. I mean, and you know, like again, when we go back and finish a game, you know, it's a good game because we just don't have a lot of time to. So yeah, I I, I went back and made sure I finished this game. I loved it, man. It was a really good game, but I still picked correct. <laughs> um so uh i expect you to die too um for me i mean it it was more of the same right it it was what we expected it to be uh which was great because the first one was great and it it isn't um you know it, it isn't always about what our favorite game is when we do game of the month a lot of this uh we factor in mainstream appeal how many people bought the game and how many people rated it highly and this is one of vr's favorite games and uh, just to illustrate this dark angel in the chat says it all one million dollars kaboom in less than a week this game grossed over a million dollars and it's still trending toward the top of all the sales charts um eric how much do you think we should factor in what the rest of the community thinks into our game of the month uh decision 
Yeah, I mean it's important, right? I mean it's not it's not just our game of the month. I guess it's you know game of the month for everybody. Um, so yeah, I mean it's important that some of you know you, you got to look at what people are buying. You know what I mean? And if you have a game that you love, but you know it, it sold half as well as another game and it has bad reviews, and you look at the other game, it's got great reviews and a ton of people bought it. You know, you got to take your personal opinion out of it sometimes, I guess. Right, right. So we we don't take our personal opinions out of it completely. We try to factor it all in. Um, but at the end of the day, we, we always uh, we always say that it, this is not a democracy. Um, we decide at the end of the day what the uh, PSVR or, or any game of the month, for that matter, is going to be. Uh, but we do we take different things into account, and I think that it's notable uh, just how popular I expect you to die was. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and then lastly, I thought that uh, traffic jams deserved an honorable mention. Uh, this game coming from Vertigo Games on August twenty sixth, twenty bucks. Uh, I don't think Roots or I, I either have played this. Uh, Eric, have you tried traffic jams? I have not. No. Every time I see this trailer um, with Cass and Sherry, I, I want to try it, though. You know what I mean? Why have I not tried this game? It's out there. I need to check it out. I, I don't know, Roots. Why haven't we tried it? I, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not so hyped on it myself, honestly. But, you know, watching some of the gameplay after, uh, after it launched, uh, I do think there's some fun here. It's um, pretty well received, so I think it'd be worth trying out and checking out. Isn't the, is this on uh Biport Infinity or no? That'd be, um, it'd be a perfect game for it. Yeah, it'd be a perfect uh, I don't I don't think it is. Not not yet anyway. Yeah, I think that's when I try it or when the devs send right. me a key. So I'm setting up yeah. um I'm setting up a poll here that just to ask because I, I am truly torn on on what I should pick for PSVR game of the month. Now I think Arashi, Blair Witch, and Fract are all actively in. Uh, it's down to those three for me. But um, Roots, would you say that this is a three-way debate or a four-way debate? Would you think Synth Riders or I Expect You to Die should be factored in to the final decision, or would you agree that it really comes down to those three? Uh, I would. It's to me. It seems like the community. Uh, overall has received those three way better but i mean i, I you expected i expected you to die beat to do well and it did really really well but people aren't raving about it like some of these other games like fract um or arashi castle you you've said that they on uh um psvr without parole that was one of their top picks right yeah, they said that uh, Arashi and Fract were both in their top 25 PSVR games. Yeah. Uh, and that's not just exclusives. That's the whole PSVR catalog, including cross-platform games as well. And, uh, you know, AJ even said that Fract and Arashi do Blood and Truth better than Blood and Truth did, which isn't something I would necessarily agree with. But, uh, I mean, that should tell you just how good these games are. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, I'm putting a three-way poll out there just uh, to see what the audience thinks. Fract, Arashi, or Blair Witch, uh, which do you guys think should be the PSVR 
game of the month because I loved all three of those games. Well, while we're waiting for that, uh, for them to answer, Wolverazza says, you know who else wants a three-way? My <laughs> mom! Oh, yeah. Yeah. So kind of listening to you, Wes, I, I, I think that you're leaning Blair Witch. Are you, is that right or no? Uh, hey, we get to vote, I would vote, say that that's Eric. probably my... Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> I would say that it's probably my favorite um just based on the fact that i'm a horror game buff and that game is one of the most immersive uh well done from a production and storytelling standpoint that i've ever played uh but the gameplay of both arashi and fract the gameplay was funner in those games so yeah. uh you know it, it's a tough one for me yeah i i know how much fun you had in fract too so yeah i know it's, it's not easy and if I had played Arashi, I might have a higher opinion of of it. But I did, like I said, I did watch a lot of it. But uh, you know, if I, if I had played it like today with the with the new patches they had, um, you know, that might have changed my opinion a little bit too. You know, you need to pet the wolf. Yeah, Haru. I want to pet Haru. <laughs> yeah, well, you should check that game out. It's uh, yeah. That that's something else that we didn't say in favor of Arashi is that there's not really any other games like that in VR. Like, uh, you know, Blair Witch uh, is one of the better uh, story-driven horror games out there, but there are other story-driven horror games that are very good as well. Fract is one of the very best blockbuster-style action games in VR, uh, but notably Blood and Truth on PSVR does the same thing, and there's a lot more of it. And... Um, but when it comes to these uh, stealth assassin uh, samurai style games, there's just Arashi, and that's it. And I think that that uh, that deserves to be uh, noted here in this uh, debate. Yeah, I mean the way everybody's been talking about it now, I mean between you know you and and uh, you know PSVR without parole, Brian and AJ. I mean they're just in love with this game now, especially now um, with the new with the new patches. So I'm I'm. I'm 100% going to go in and check this game out. All right. Uh, well, I'm going to go ahead and end the poll, and it looks like 70% of chat says that Fract uh, should be the PSVR game of the month, that uh, despite its short runtime, the fact that it is uh, the best, uh, it has the highest highs of any of these games, uh, that's enough for these people and um simpleton I, I think no, just yeah, uh, they're, they're I, so smart they're so smart chat is the smartest people out there well yeah. uh, you know <laughs> I, i'm so i'm so torn I, i'm so torn with it uh that i'm i think i'm going to ride with chat this time around and uh i'm going to go with fract as well uh just because i'm teetering on, on, on a tightrope here and I, I don't know which way to go honorable uh, mention so for arashi um or do you think it'd be something that'd be uh, considered for game of the year i guess arashi uh rashi didn't it was second place in the poll or third place rather blair witch outpolled arashi um well first of all roots who gets your vote for game of the month uh i would probably say fract but i would definitely go more on uh from the community's response or from what um AJ and everybody else is saying I would lean towards Arashi over Blair Witch for honorable mention, but 
um i've also played it on other platforms so i mean i don't know i you know like you said or you made a good point that arashi is very unique it's a one-of-a-kind game and it's very well received and now with the um the patch it's definitely even better right yeah so we're going to pull the uh the chat again here and see if we should do a because i feel like we should do uh an honorable mention here i think that all three of these games uh absolutely are good enough to be um in the conversation for game of the year at the end of the year and uh i'm going to ask the chat which one or if any if they think at all we're going to give them also the option to say neither you know, uh, you know who you know who wins playstation vr owners win because this was absolutely. a freaking awesome month of vr games well, what about the people that said PlayStation VR was dead a couple months ago? Uh, it's, yeah, it's dead, bro. Sorry. It's dead. Sorry. Everybody sell their headsets because it's, it's dead. No no more games coming. <laughs> so we've got a poll live out there right now. And for those of you who don't know what the significance of the honorable mention is, uh, the reason we do Game of the Month is so at the end of the year, when we, uh, when we do the 2021 show and we have Game of the Year discussion, uh, the game of the month winners are the nominees for game of the year. But in months like this, where we have so many great titles that get factored in, sometimes we'll want to include more than one game. And if we give a game an honorable mention, that means that it pretty much won as well. It means there's two winners, and we will talk about both of those games when we discuss game of the year at the end of the year. So uh, the question now I'm putting to chat, does Arashi or Blair Witch, do either of them deserve to be in that PSVR game of the year conversation? So uh, we'll give it just a moment here to see what the uh, chat thinks. And I certainly think so. I think that either one of them uh, could be in that conversation. So uh, hopefully uh, neither does it win <laughs> uh wolveraza yeah. says um i don't own so own uh playstation vr so his vote does barely counts but he likes arashi and that's the game that he really wants to play that is i guess he said it when we first talked about it he was jealous about not being able to play that game uh so i mean your vote counts as much as mine does i don't also don't have a playstation vr um although i do have a, a little bit more of account i guess uh I'll say you uh do should we do a uh, honorable mention here who me eric okay yeah yeah definitely uh, i would do an honorable mention and i would give it to arashi arashi so eric goes with arashi the chat goes with arashi uh i think we have ourselves an honorable mention here for arashi yeah. so uh ah, sorry horror fans out there uh looks like uh blair witch might just be relegated to horror game of the year which uh isn't so bad in its own right no that's true well there's other platforms that came out or did it not make it on any of those other ones i can't remember uh well it's uh it's very possible we could be talking about um well let me think here i, I think we might have missed that one didn't we yeah did yeah didn't didn't blair witch come out on pc for the first time it, oh wait a minute i'm trying to remember it, it was already on steam vr wasn't it i think so i think that's where it started all right i'm yeah. gonna i'm gonna have to uh verify that it came to rift 
but that's not enough to get it on PCVR game of the month if it because it was already on Steam. Right. That's, that's what I'm thinking. But uh, give me just a second here as I update the uh, the list. The Eddie so C coming in late says Blair Witch. Okay, we're gonna change. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's up, Eddie? Yeah. I haven't seen you for a while, bro. Yeah, it wasn't close enough for uh, one vote to to really make a difference. That's true. But uh, we're going Blair Witch. Uh, I'm sorry, not Blair Witch. It I'm is a really Blair good Witch game. Too. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. awesome. So yeah, Brad now is yeah, the winner. I think, it, I think it just went to the Rift, right? Because it was on Quest, and then they they just make the port to the Rift Store, right? Yeah, I think that's what it was. Chris Richardson says he's late to the party. He's just got back from playing Space Pirate Arena. Yeah, I was wondering about his experience. I knew he would be out there playing it. Uh, Chris, what did you think? Was it all that you had hoped it would be? He says it's total candidate, so I'm assuming for Game of the Month. So that must must mean he really enjoyed it. And and where and where did you go, Chris Richardson? Where where, where did you go to do this? Like, did you? He had a uh, or a basketball he, court. Yeah, he had a basketball court local to him. Oh, that's cool. Uh, that people don't really use all that much. Now, do you so, think he went with? Did he go with like friends, or did he just go there by himself? I'm not sure. Interesting to know. Indeed. Rashi came cool. third in game of the month after Blair Witch, but an honorable mention came first before Blair Witch. Doesn't make sense. Well, it depends. It depends on how you look at it. If you look at it as a game of the month, there's is a completely different conversation than saying, okay, which one should be honorable mention? You know, game well, of the month is 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 that's the best top game, right, of the month. Uh, well, so. it makes sense because all the people that voted for Fract thought that Arashi was the second best. Right. You know, they didn't get a vote twice in the first poll. So all those people that voted Fract, when I put it to the second poll without Fract, they went to Arashi. That that's how that works. That's the reason I did the second poll. Yeah. To see yeah. what those people thought. Makes, makes sense. Eddie C drops off. He says he I came by to drop this off for your roots. Four twenty uh Canadian dollars. So uh I, I salute you know who else loves four twenty? My mom all the time. All right. So you 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 called it roots. Blair Witch VR edition did not come to PCVR until August. 2021 it dropped on steam and rift in august i just missed it on the list so uh blair witch staying alive as we move it into the last category here uh i completely missed that wow and the last yeah yeah. see it was out on it was out on uh quest prior but that's it just quest right let me see here get a Remember to add that in, and Roots make note that we're going to return to that. Um, so Chris Richardson says he played it with friends, and he played it in the backyard that's lit. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So there is hope for you, Wes. Now, Chris, did it have to, you had to use a network, or did it use the headset? Some people were thinking, you know, maybe they connect, they uh, communicated between each other, or... Um, you gotta have a router, router, or could you use a hotspot? I don't know if you could use a hotspot or not. 
probably not not for vr i, I think you can actually really I think you can use it with the hotspot i think someone said that they tested it might have been chris that, that tested it with on the hotspot oh nice that, that would make it hard i mean if you were you know if you're if you're if you need a if you need something that's 30 feet by 30 feet <laughs> most of the time you're going to find those places they might not have a router somewhere close by yeah true that all right, uh, anyway, let's move on to Oculus Quest game of the month. Uh, very different month for Oculus Quest uh, than PSVR. Not that there weren't some solid uh, releases. For example, Stride made its way to Oculus Quest this month. Stride coming to us from Joyway on August 5th for a meager $15. Um, this is one that a lot of people really like. Uh, that I've yet to try, that Roots is yet to try. Eric, have you played Stride? I have, yeah. I played Stride um, early on. I was in the test for the uh, the multiplayer um, that they have that just came out. Um, so I've done both of those, yeah. It's cool. It's a cool game. Again, no story, so it's a little bit boring. Um, it's okay. Right. So this game... Um... It's always weird when we're talking about putting this game in for like a game of the month uh, conversation because it isn't finished yet, is it? Yeah, far from it. But they are still, you know, to to their, uh, you know, to their credit, they're still working. I mean, they they keep adding stuff to it. They just don't add what we all want, which is a story. Right. <laughs> like, like to me, they could have taken out the, uh, you know, the the gorilla tag style multiplayer that they had and just concentrated on the story. You know, and, uh, you know, I need less time attack and I need more depth and, you know, meat to the, to the, to the game. But Roots, uh, should I even have put this in the discussion yet? <laughs> it's, there's a definitely a conversation to be had to whether or not, um, it's better to leave it off so that when it is finished, um, it can be considered because right now it's not, you know, this is one of the reasons why I, I agree with Spry Guy and Alex, um, the old co-host way back in the day um you know early access is great but um you're not getting the full game and you're kind of you can have a conversation about this game and say ah, it's not as good as everything else but then when it's fully finished it's amazing and um and so it kind of gives a, a disservice to it right so so i definitely see the argument there my whole thinking with it was is this game's been out in early access for a while now like you know how long can we give it that pass when they're announcing against, which is another, uh, you know, top flight game that looks even better than stride in my opinion. And then on top of that, uh, they announced another game. What was the, the third game that they, uh, that they just announced? Yeah. I know what you're talking about. That sci-fi looking one. Yeah, um, give me just a second here. It looks like the best of the bunch. It looks amazing. Yeah. yeah that one looked awesome. Well, it's pretty much the, the case for all of their games every game just looks better than the first one the last one right uh they're all amazing but they get better and better um so so it begs the question are they getting sidetracked i mean would stride be finished if they just focused on that and then moved on to the next game as opposed to always having uh you know the next game and then the next one in development uh and then trying to come back and finish your games later. Like, uh, 
I mean, it might be better for your bottom line to do it that way, but uh, it doesn't bode well for a game like Stride in this kind of a conversation because it isn't done yet, but it's been in early access forever. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Wolveraza says he can still play Stride off, off Viport, but he hasn't yet. Pop One's got him dreaming about a gold jacket. And I'll tell you what Pop One's done for me, Wes. This new um, gunstock thing that uh jason gave us gave us me and mash um that we've been trying out is r so amazing um not only for that but contractors it's made me i i can't like it's it's the gun stock i've been looking for it's amazing so far from what we used uh it was really cool so there's another gun stock not the uh not the uh the uh, the one that i have yeah it's um oh, does he even have a name for it yet he does he's not really um, it's a mini gun stock, so it's it's perfect for games like Pop One. But uh, we used it in contractors on you know full size guns, and we were super impressed of how how it how it came out and how how it felt. I mean, it was great. Easier to easier to pick up and use than the uh, oh hell yeah sand locking. Yeah, yeah hell yeah hell yeah. There's no calibration. You don't have to calibrate it or anything. It basically just goes exactly to where you want it to be with your hands. Um, but it just gives you such you know, you got such good aiming. Um, Do the controllers uh, attach from the top or the bottom? Their their magnets are on the bottom. I'm going to show you here. I can't oh, actually. I'll have to go to the next scene to do it because for some reason I don't exist in this scene. Mm -hmm. um, so we'll jump over to the next one we're going to talk about so that I can show you. But um, you back? Yeah. So it's basically you got these things here that they it takes off, pops right back on. And so um, I, it's just, it's got so much stability and such a small little thing in the magnets yeah, yeah, on the bottom yeah, I've here. Seen, I've seen these before, like uh, ProTube sells one and uh, a, a few companies make these little, little short one foot long bars with basic uh, magnets on the bottom of your controllers. I think that's why the San Locky is so unruly and hard to deal with is because the magnets are on top of the controllers and uh it's not it doesn't feel natural when you're holding it well absolutely and what's good about this is like um i couldn't i mean it was just so solid and it's so light you know i mean even this whatever material it doesn't feel like i'm holding anything extra really when i'm when i'm climbing stuff so it was really easy for um to take on and off i really enjoyed it so uh now cool. you know we're still gonna put through the paces a little bit more but um i'm impressed so far with it and uh, i guess it's got a really good um golf attachment as well so well i've seen this thing it's like a three in one right is this the one that that does like all this different stuff yeah so you can use it uh so you can use attach like take one piece of it off and you can attach it to another piece and it makes a golf club handle and um you can make it into you can make it into a steering wheel, but it doesn't work real well. Yeah, there's the yeah, I've, I've seen this thing. Yeah, I don't know where I saw it, but I have seen it. But yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, you guys can, uh, maybe we'll do an episode on that, and you guys can talk a little bit more about it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, anyway, uh, as you can see, the next entry in the Oculus Quest game of the month, this ninja coming from Immersion Games on August 5th as well. This one, $20. Uh, a lot of people into the disc ninja eric what about you yeah i played it man i love this game this is really really good um this is walkabout mini golf with disc golf exactly what it is 
Now it doesn't have as many courses as Walkabout does. Um, you know that that game just keeps getting better and better. They 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 have like I don't know how many courses they got now. It's crazy. I think they're just about to drop another one. But uh, yeah, this this that's the only that's the only thing this game needs is more variety in the courses. But um, the physics are great. The visuals are amazing. Um, you know, this game dropped to me out of nowhere. I didn't hear anything about it until until the dev was like, "You want to try it?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'll, you can give it a shot." And I had low expectations and. I came away extremely impressed. It looks so good inside the headset, and uh, the throwing physics were great. Um, I had a lot of fun. Is it multiplayer? Well, that's really what. Oh, sorry. I was just wondering if it's uh, multiplayer. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly how many people you can get in there, but uh, we were in there with four, and uh, I, I think you might be able to get. Maybe it's just four. Um, but yeah, it works great. Um, the multiplayer, you know, system getting together works great. Um, yeah, it was a great game. Really, what it comes down to is that throwing physics. You know, you can have a beautiful game that has well laid out courses and multiplayer and all of it, but it's all going to be trash if the throwing physics uh, are trash. And you're saying that that is not the case. That this actually uh, works as it should. Yeah, it does. I mean, even to the point where you have to, you know how a Frisbee, if you throw it low sometimes, you can get it to do that rise you know, where you throw it low and it kind of hovers up a little bit. Sometimes you have to do that here to get around obstacles because everything in the game is, is real physics. So if you hit a tree, a tree limb, it's going to drop your Frisbee to the ground or a, a lamp or whatever that's in your way. So, you know, sometimes you have to like, you know, get down, you know, and, you know, and, and squat down and then throw the Frisbee. Um, or you have to throw it to where it turns left or turns right. So, you know, it's it's pretty the, – the physics are really good. Awesome. This is uh, one of the few – like, I'm I'm more interested in playing this than Stride. <laughs> to be honest, this game looks like it could be a lot of fun. Uh, with people, it's a ton of fun. I love Frisbee golf. So, um, if it's anything – that would be the biggest thing for me because I've played it so much in real life. It would be the physics. As long as the physics is spot on – it's phenomenal because um you know you just want to have really cool courses to uh to try out right yeah yeah and you and you gotta throw it i mean it's like you know i remember when i was first tried it out i'm like oh, i can just flick my wrist you can't man you gotta throw it like you're throwing a real frisbee so you're gonna need some space i mean you, you don't want to be punching your tv for sure um but yeah, yeah. Sure you don't want to do that <laughs> yeah don't be throwing fish and punching your tv unless yeah. unless you want to upgrade and you want an excuse now, I'm not telling you to break your TV because your wife might be pissed at me, but that might be the way to do it. <laughs> well, dude, it took me like uh, over a year to get my upgrade, so uh, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> All right, uh, then that brings us to the next game on the Oculus Quest Lift. Vin VR Adventure came out uh, from Monologic Games on August 12th. Uh, 30 bucks. Uh out of all the $30 games that we talk about today, I think this is the one that most uh, deserves the price tag. Uh, this is a must-own VR game. Yeah, absolutely. $30 seems cheap, right? It's like, man, yeah. this is only 30, 30 bucks. I don't feel that way about most VR games. So I, I don't know how they did, I don't know how they did this. I don't know how they ported this game to the Quest 2 and made it look so good. Yeah, it looks like the uh, the PC version, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of weird where we're going into so much depth on all these games when normally we just uh, 
give them a, a brief once over and, and then vote uh, where this game probably has the most that needs to be said about it. But we've already said it all already. Like we've, we mm-hmm. have beat this drum to death. Uh, VNVR adventure is a masterpiece uh, and uh, is a must own at 30 bucks, no matter which platform uh, that you're playing, be it PC or Oculus quest. Uh, and I don't think there's much more we need to say about it than that. Yeah, absolutely. Wolverizer says, Vin is the Astrobot for Quest and PC. That's exactly right. Eddie C says, just take it, Vin VR. Just take it and go. (laughs) I agree. That's how I feel. Uh, But not so fast, friends, because again, I expect you to die too, came from Shell Games on the 24th for $25. And uh, I would bet, I haven't looked, but I would bet if we looked on the Oculus Quest store, at the reviews, I'd say that I expect you to die probably has 10 times the reviews that VNVR Adventure does. Well, I would have bet you're probably right. That's actually something that'd be interesting to find out. Um, but I bet you're right. Uh, very well received. It is a gaming a science teacher favorite. I don't know. I, I actually would be interested to know, gaming science teacher, if you're out there in chat or in the uh, comments, uh, did you like the second one better than the first? Because I guarantee she's played both by now so ben ben's Ben's got 74 reviews at a 4.4 i don't know what you're looking at i'm looking or maybe i'm looking at rift maybe that's what's up rift sucks man nobody (laughs) dude nobody does any reviews on there man oh maybe i am hang on i'll let you know i'm looking at at the quest too i'm i'm on the uh the, the website here the oculus quest web page i click on vin and it tells me 146 ratings and it uh, looks like it's a 4.2 overall hmm. that's strange then i go to i expect you to do you think die. it's possible that people see different stuff on there you know that facebook is feeding people different information like we've are you know that, that that would be weird, right? If one person saw one thing and somebody else saw something different, it's kind of information yeah. that should be uniform across the board for everybody. You would, you would think. Well, yeah, I'm right? I'm 100 looking at the uh, Oculus Quest uh, store here, and I expect you to die too. Has 780 ratings, 4.9 out of uh, five. It's wow. It's uh, it's got basically five times as many ratings and it's got a better rating that's wrong no just kidding i mean if it's that many people do they, they can't be wrong you know what i mean like at some point um you know i i, I would have to think that maybe um our love for ven vr is is clouding our judgment mash although uh i think if if it doesn't win Ven VR has to be honorable mention or vice versa because uh, both games need to be in the discussion i think do you think it's just because i expect you to die 2 is just more approachable as a game do you think you think uh people get afraid that ven's too hard so they don't I think i think that um first of all i expect you to die is a sequel True. and it's uh one of the og most beloved vr games in existence people loved i expect you to die too and were ready to give it five stars before they even played it whereas vin vr adventure it's just trying to uh get its name out there most people don't know about it and uh 
and it is it is a hard game. I, I expect you to die too. Was much easier uh, as a puzzle game than Vin VR is as a platformer. True. So uh, the, I'm sure that that uh, factors in. And again, it's not like a 4.2 rating is uh, garbage. Exactly garbage, right? It's it's a pretty solid rating in its own right. Yeah, Wilbur has got a good point, and this is the first thing that I thought of. It says Vin could use some advertising. Do they have a commercial? And um, I, I mean, I expect you to die. I guarantee I've, I've seen that commercial a lot and I don't, you know what I mean? So they clearly have done more advertising and. Uh, well, I could say specifically that Vin VR does have a commercial because we're in it. Oh, that's true. Yeah, right? yeah we're the best commercial, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's got the best commercial ever, except for the uh, Swarm. Uh, the uh, Swarm video was even better because it actually had a, video of us instead of just a quote <laughs> that was pretty cool so uh people in the chat say my vote goes for this my vote goes for this. you don't have to bro just just vote the poll's up there bro the poll vote. is up we're we west just kicked it up a notch this week we now look, have live looks, polls do you know who loves it when the poll's up my <laughs> oh yeah i was just thinking that she's so bad says not <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> says i'm not sure why i haven't tried vin now i'm not sure why you haven't either dude that, that's an awesome game if you like the astrobot you're gonna like vin it plays pretty much exactly the same and it's on viveport infinity right drew you got viveport infinity yeah uh yeah that's a good question drew probably does i think he probably has access to it like how many games do we have access to that we haven't played yeah true like, that's very true like, Stride's a very good example of that. Yeah. All right, so it's close, uh, but I think that the poll has agreed with us and confirmed what we uh, what we were going to do in the first place. NVR edging out. I expect you to die too. Fifty four to forty six. Um, so why do you say roots that we keep the polls open for three more days and? Uh, and you guys come back in the morning and we'll see what it says. <laughs> no, no, I'm yeah. just kidding. It is, it is 2021. That. This is how elections are done these days. That's true. It? Yeah, you might as well not even do it now. Um, yeah. I'll tell you what. It's very close, right? Yep, super close. But, uh, you know, it, it's just the blue states in right now. Just wait. <laughs> anyway, uh, VNVR, I think it's unanimous. Um Game of the month, and I don't even think we need to do a, uh, a runner-up here. Am I right? Yeah. It's pretty much hands down unanimous. Vin. That was a close vote, though. 53 to 46, that was close. Closer yeah. than I thought it would be. I mean, I, I love Expect You to Die, too. I thought it was a great game. I mean, I, again, I went back and finished the whole thing. Um, but Ben is just a... Okay, well, well, a so here's the question. Ben's a, ma um, ben's a masterpiece. I don't know how that... I just It's amazing. Really, this is what it comes down to. Uh, do you think that I Expect You to Die 2 should be in the conversation for Oculus Quest Game of the Year? And that's really the whole question. If you do, then it should be a runner-up. And if you don't, then we should move on. Roots, uh, what do you say? Well, what else, well, I mean, what other games is it going up against? That's the question. You know? Well, Vin VR Adventure, for one. Yeah, which is um, just, just lost to. Um, Swarm. Yeah, they're uh, Crashland. Yeah, which I don't even know if Crashland even 
uh, placed that much because I hadn't played it yet, and most we, people hadn't played it I think yet. We might have skipped it. I don't even think it was in the discussion. I don't oh think yeah, we, I, think I don't we, think we I, knew I, it existed. Yeah, I think we did talk about it. I don't think we. Uh, I don't think it was on the the list at the end of it though. Yeah, but I don't uh, know. Uh, it's definitely. What do you say? What do you say, Eric? Uh, runner up or, or no? I say Ben's got this one hands down. No runner up. Yeah, I think so too. All right, uh, so that wraps up Oculus Quest and brings us to PC VR. And little did we know when we did our episode last week that we would be here one week later and VR Rescue of Girls by VR Retro Remaster on Steam VR for $3 uh, would have already ascended to the heights of the PC VR Game of the Month discussion. But I mean... Roots, you put on the hard hat to access the room, and you must find girls in room uh, before the, uh, the, uh, the, the scary lady glides over to you, and then you have to restart the game. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to do that. Well, I'll tell you what. Once yeah. I saw that you added this to the list, I took the other ones off the list because there's not even a reason to talk about any of the other games that came out this year or this month, right? Uh, this is good, good, hands good down. I, yeah, good night, everybody. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <We're done. laughs> Talk about leaving a, a bad taste in everybody's mouth, right? Yeah, I should have put VR uh, Rescue of Girls last, right? So we didn't give away the winner right off the top. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, right. It's the best game you got to wear a helmet in, right? Well, it's the best value. Three bucks. Oh, good yeah. deal. Yeah, for sure. No, but anyway, like uh, I had it totally blanked on uh, Blair Witch as a PC VR title, so I felt like we needed an extra one to uh, round out the discussion. And uh, you know, obviously, VR Rescue of Girls and that quality uh, gameplay that it exhibits deserves to be in the conversation anyway. Yeah. So absolutely. So do we do we swap Blair Witch into that slot then for that would have been the the girls thing then? I mean it did come well, out this month, right? Yeah, yeah. Well we can we could talk about it now or we could talk about it at the end. Well, yeah. Uh it looks like you're on it. So let's go ahead and uh you know, everything I said about this game on PlayStation VR holds true. Only it looks even better on PC. Like we talked about it being immersive and having you know, Hollywood level production, uh, that doesn't come through uh, nearly as much on any other platform than it does on the PC release. Like being in these woods is so immersive on the PC that uh, I could just chill out and hang out if it weren't for the dog constantly barking, making me go on. Like these woods were so realistic and so immersive that uh, I just wanted to stop at that campsite and chill out for a while. Yeah, stupid dog won't shut up though, right? Mm. Yeah. Did you did you check it out on PC Roots? I believe I did. I I think I played it on both. Um, I and I believe what I played most was through uh, PC. So, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a it's a beautiful game. What about you, Eric? Did you check it out on PC? No, the only time I saw it on PC was uh, I watched your game, your your gameplay footage of it because I just played it on the Quest. So <clears throat> it's definitely something that I, I I need to do though. 
um, because I thought it looked great in the quest, but I can imagine it must look amazing. Um, yeah, it, it was it was good for a quest game, uh, but I mean the PC, it, you could, you know, the, there was between like nine months in between releases or something like that, and you could see the work that's went into it. Like, it, it really, uh, it it shows why it's a thirty dollar game, right? Like yeah. this is this is the type of work that you want to pay for it. Yeah, it's good to see them do that too. You know, they could have taken the cheap way out and just did a port to the to the PC, but they they took their time and they did it right, right? Yeah, well, they took that. You know, they took a lot of criticism for what they did with Layers of Fear on PlayStation, and I don't think they wanted to uh, have any more of that, right? So, yeah, um, yeah. So a great PC VR release this month. Uh, Blair Witch uh, from Bloober Team, uh, an amazing VR uh, horror game. Uh, so then we move on to Stones of Harleth. This coming from Garage Collective, the same developer that brought us uh, the game we talked about earlier, uh, the uh, Blast, or I'm sorry, Shock Troops, um, as well as Theta Legion VR earlier on uh, Oculus Go and Oculus Rift. Uh, again, August nineteenth for this game it came out ten bucks. Uh, not just launching a straight quest port either. That they launched uh, a new arena mode with the game uh, as it came to PC, as well as some graphical updates to the NPCs, which was one of the few criticisms we had of the initial releases that we wanted more detail in the NPCs. So uh, a fun game. Uh, and uh, certainly a game I think that uh, deserves to be on the game of the month radar. Uh, wouldn't you agree, Roots? Yeah, absolutely. No brainer at ten dollars, and you're getting upgrades. You get the arena mode, and you get the uh, the graphical graphical upgrades. So that's good. Uh, definitely is um, deserving to talk about for sure. Well, and I would point out, Eric, um, Stones of Harleth in its original state was our Oculus Quest game of the month when it came out on Quest. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it deserves it. Every bit of it. It's such a good game. Um, you know, looks great. Plays great. The mechanics, I love the I love the magic mechanics. I love tracing out the, the spells. Um, yeah, I mean, he just, uh, again, he just, he, he knows how to make these things, these games, these aliens, these uh, 8-bit, you know, kind of, you know, polygon. Nostalgia. Uh, Right. Yeah, it just brings you back, man. It's so good. You know, just you feel like you're playing a Zelda game. It's amazing. Criminally underpriced at ten dollars. Yeah, that's crazy, dude. Crazy. Yeah. I bet he sells a lot more copies than somebody that charges too much. That's what I mean, it's, so, it's, 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 it's just, no. Go ahead. It's a twenty dollar game, right? I mean, I would pay twenty bucks for it. Yeah, yeah. I I think that uh, it's it would be like if they would have priced it at fifteen. Uh, he would have got all the benefit of pricing it at ten dollars, but then made fifty percent more revenue from it. Like, right. I think fifteen would have been the sweet spot for it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that brings us to "I Expect You to Die 2 from Shell Games, August twenty fourth, twenty five bucks. We've already said everything we need to say about this one. Um, so close to PSVR game of the month, but not quite. So close. The Oculus Quest game of the month, mm. but not quite. Uh, and here we are on PC um, with pretty much exactly the same game routes. I mean, the, do, do we dock any points for this, not having any kind of PC uh, enhancement? 
Nah, well, I mean, it, it, I guess it should, right? Like, we we can't really say other uh, developers are great for, you know, making it better on the PC and then not criticize somebody for not doing it. Um, you know what I mean? It's, I mean, the same amount of work. They, I don't know what they would have could have done, you know, but I mean, they could have made it, uh, I guess, graphically look better. I mean, every other game can. It just depends on what they want, you know. I guarantee they they're probably not kicking themselves for it. They've made over a million dollars in a week, uh, so they've made more money and they've spent less money making the game. So, uh, is there anything to say here for platform parity for having a game that's the same no matter where you play it, and a game also that launches on all platforms at once? Yeah, I mean, which is hard to get right, right? I mean, how many games have we seen that do that? that launch on multiple platforms and they don't, you know, they have problems. I need patches out of the gate, you know, and there's, you know, this game was perfect on every platform right out of the gate. Right. Um, no issues, no problems. Now it is definitely a simpler game, um, especially graphically wise. It's not like they, they, they didn't, they didn't reinvent the wheel with this game. They did it pretty much the same exact thing they did from last time, just different missions. Um, so, you know, it's a great game. I love this game. Again, I, I finished this game, so you know I love this game. It's a good game. I just don't know if it's as good as any of the other ones, that, some of the other ones that were on the list. And with a game like this, generally we would uh, ding a game for not giving us, uh, you know, PC enhancements. But what really could you do with this game? I mean, the yeah. the art style itself it does it isn't the a kind of art style that lends itself to a bunch of extra. Uh, you know, high res detail. It, it's uh, very stylistic and intentionally so, so that it looks great no matter which platform that you play it on. Uh, it's not like a Blair Witch where, uh, you know, if you bring the Quest version over to PC, people are going to bitch and complain because it doesn't look like realism. This game isn't going for realism, it's going for stylized art. And for what it is, it does a very good job of it. Yeah, absolutely. You know what's crazy about this game? being at least or i guess it's not crazy as much as bad for them um in this game of the uh, month discussion is uh the next game it's got to go up against another puzzle game um that everybody's loved for 20 years right like or however long it's been since it came out it's, it's such unfortunate timing for i expect you to die too because uh the very thing that we just said that they don't need to do is exactly what Mist did, and it was very much needed. Like Mist also was a puzzle game for Oculus Quest that got brought over to PC VR. The one big difference being that it got a big time graphical overhaul for PC VR, and it makes a difference, right? Where it wouldn't have made much of a difference for I Expect You to Die too. I mean, it was a pretty stark difference in Mist, wasn't it, Rich? Yeah, the lighting alone was just phenomenal on this PC VR. I, you know, it's like we said, we we give Scion um, credit as far as, like, he was waiting for the PC VR version, not that he was going to run out and get the Quest, but I guess if any game was going to get him to do that, this would have been it. Um, but he waited for the PC VR version, and uh, it was worth the wait. It's phenomenally done. and um, And you can tell, you know... It just it cyan games obviously wanted to take their baby and put it into vr in the right form as make it as look as good as they could and uh we benefit so 
So, Eric, uh, really, now's where the discussion really comes into play about accessibility and about retro nostalgia versus the merit of the game itself. You know, a lot of what makes Myth so popular is that nostalgia that people have uh, when it comes uh, to, to playing a game that they've loved for decades at this point. And to being able to experience it from the inside, um, I mean, it's a priceless experience for those people. But the question is, how many of the people that are playing PCBR does this fit? Uh, when we look at games like I Expect You to Die 2 or even Blair Witch, uh, does Mist, from a pure merit standpoint, deserve to be in the conversation with those games? Oh, yeah. I mean, Mist is, I mean, it's a, it's a gorgeous game. This is one of the best looking games you'll find on the PC. And, you know, it's a classic. You know what I mean? It's, you know, to, to be able to take the world that so many people love and, and play it on, uh, you know, a basic flat, flat screen years ago and then be able to put people inside of it and have it look as good as it does. I mean, that's, you know, I mean, this, this was probably a system seller for some people, right? I mean, how many people bought a system because they wanted to play this game, um, you know, or, or holding out and, and decided, yeah, I'm going to buy VR now because I need to get into Mist because I grew up with it and I loved it. And now I can be inside that world. So, you know, this is, you know, this is different, you know what I mean? And, and you know, I expect you to die too. Um, I said before, I enjoyed that game more than this, but look, and you can't, but you can't go by sales because it's just two different things. And, you know, again, so much more approachable uh, with I expect you to die too. Cause I, again, you know, the, the ratings are probably way higher for that game, but this game, the production value and, and the way this game is made, it's a better game, you know what I mean? And, and I'd even say that, and this is not my type of game, but I would say that this is a better game all around. Yeah, so yeah, I would agree with you. Uh, on, and from that perspective, I expect you to die too. It's kind of like a light snack where mist is the main course. Um, I expect you to die too is too easy. Uh, I had fun with it while it lasted, but it's not very long and it's too easy. Um, it wasn't even as challenging as the first one, or which I haven't finished it. I do have a couple more levels I need to play through, but so far I'm breezing through it. Uh, Mist gets the nod if it's just those two in a bubble, but the fact of the matter is, which game did I enjoy the most on PCBR this month? It was Blair Witch. Uh, now, a lot of that is my own personal taste, and, and I like horror games, but it is what it is. That was my favorite game that I played on PC this month. Um, Roots, what, what do you say? What what gets your vote, PC VR game of the month? Well, you know, as you were making the, the argument there, um, you know, uh, halfway through, it was dawning on me that I also enjoyed playing Blair Witch more than I play, enjoyed Mist. I really enjoyed Mist. Even then, like that last time I went in, I, I, I started to get the puzzles and, I got the engine going and I was like, started to get really get into it, right? Um, game is still phenomenal, still really well, or really done well, and I really enjoy it. But um, the production value, the story of Blair Witch is AAA. It's, it's like a Hollywood movie. It, it grips me, makes me want to see what's going on. So I, I find myself kind of leaning that way um, over Mist, although uh, Mist is such a good game. So. I don't yeah. know. It's a good. This is another one to have. Good to have the poll in, right? 
Yeah, yeah, I agree completely because uh, I think if you take the the retro nostalgia out of it and you put both games, Mist and Blair Witch in a bubble, Blair Witch is a much more accessible game. More people are going to go into that and enjoy themselves, um, whereas a, 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 a fairly moderately difficult puzzle game, uh, you know, a lot of people are going to go in for an hour and say, you know what? screw this, this <laughs> let's go play something hard. fun mm-hmm. um but with that said there's a lot of people out there that love mist and it's a killer of uh of video games not just vr but video games uh period uh it's one of uh, it's kind of royalty at this point um let's see what the chat says um 75 missed to 25% Blair Witch, no votes for I Expect You to Die 2. I think we have a winner and a runner-up situation here where I think that, um, although Roots and I both agree that we probably enjoyed Blair Witch a little more, uh, I think Mist, just on on the name and what it is and what it means, I think it deserves it. Not, Not to mention the fact that it's a beautiful game and the best version of this classic that we've ever seen. Uh, I think it deserves the win, but I definitely think that Blair Witch also deserves uh, the, uh, the runner up designation here. Yeah. Both games. I want to play again. Um, although I will submit, I am going to take Scion in my, in my back pocket with me. Mm-hmm. I've decided if I, if it's not live, I'm going to pull up his video. He did, and I'm just going to pull it up on a screen and we're going to do it together. Scion, me and you. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get through this game because <laughs> i want to see the environments man i'm looking at this trailer and i'm seeing some really cool places i just don't know if i've got the patience to go through it all you know like i could do it maybe over a couple months i don't know i definitely don't have the patience i i would go the opposite way but uh i'm i'm very happy with uh with player witches runner-up but yeah so uh I'm going to uh, return to both of these games, and I'm going to do them both live. Yes. Uh, I'm going to finish Blair Witch probably the next time I play it. I'm pretty sure I'm a little over halfway through it, through my first stream, so I'll probably come back to that probably with my next stream because I didn't get a chance to finish Trover. Uh, the game kicked me out uh, during the boss fight. When the I was last playing boss. Night. We were wondering yeah. what happened. We were wondering what happened. Yeah, I wonder what happened. <laughs> no, uh, uh, I wasn't playing the version that I owned. I wasn't thinking about that, but I was playing the shared version. And uh, right around the time I made it to the boss fight, someone decided to play Contractors for about 10 oh, and yeah. uh, kicked me out. And so I, I have to go redo the boss fight now. Oh, uh, bummer. We were, that's where we were, we were testing out the gun stock. You know, that was one of the things too, is like, um, you know, everyone's always worked. I, I've never had the gun stock work well in contra- uh, contractors, but it worked great. You know, it was cool. But anyway, next time I, uh, I stream, I'll probably polish off Trover and then go straight into polishing off uh, Blair Witch. And then we'll start Mist uh, because a lot of people wanted to see me play Mist last time we took a poll on it. And uh, I want to play it anyway, so uh, why not? Yeah, might as well, right? Oh, yep, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, 
tune in on Tuesday for uh, for that. You guys already know the menu. Uh, we're going to start off with a little Trover, move our way into Blair Witch, and uh, and then we will go from there afterwards. Cool. But uh, anyway, that's going to wrap up another great episode of Game of the Month. Eric, thank you for hanging out with us yeah. again. Fun as always. Hell yeah. Love being here. Always love having you, man. Uh, again, Eric is from the Oculus Quest 2 community on Facebook. You'll find that linked in the description down below, as well as all of our other stuff that you need to click. For example, if you're new to the channel, you should click that big red button and that bell. What that will do is tell you uh, when we're getting ready to go live with some kind of content. And boy, do we have the content these days. Uh, but if you have already clicked that big red button and would like to do a little something extra to help support our channel and our community, you can do so on Patreon. $3 per month. That's all we ask. Just $3 per month gives you access to our weekly show notes, gives you exclusive content and roots. What about all this content we've got going to the Patreons these days? You know, it was a drought there for a long while on the Patreon, but now the dam has broken and it's a flood of content exclusive to Patreon now, right? Yeah, you just reminded me. I um, I asked you for the credentials to upload. I got two GTA 5 um, VR videos to upload. What? what? And um, and I just forgot about it. So I'll, I'll do that after the show. I'll just get those links on there. And um, you guys should be able to get to those soon. Exclusive GTA VR gameplay from Roots. That's another one uh, that I've been... Um, I think I'm going to get into real soon. I've been watching a lot of GTA videos on YouTube again uh, about these role play servers. Oh, and uh, I was wondering if we could do that in VR because having that game and having like multiplayer in VR would be amazing. Uh, but I'm, I'm fortunately uh, sad to report that it's not possible at this time. Uh, I went so far as to, contacting luke ross and asking him directly is this something that we can do and unfortunately uh there's a conflict between the vr mod and the mods that uh these role player ser servers use it could be worked around uh if there were collaboration on both sides but uh, as of right now that has not happened and it cannot be done yeah well i'll tell you what luke is amazing and um he's just trailblazing the uh the vr landscape with these mods right bring in some of these amazing games that we we only dreamed of playing um in vr so hats off but anyway i want to experience that open world in vr so uh i think i'm going to give dirt rally another run or two with the wheel and then delete it and uh, re-download gta 5 again and uh start on that one i think you're gonna love it it's phenomenal even just going around town and running people over is but I, I can't I can't stop I can't stop myself from hitting motorcyclists if they're in my way they're gonna die that's just the way it is yeah and, and you can Eric, use your wheel and pedal with that too yeah that's what, exactly what I was gonna say we can use our wheel with uh, GTA yeah I'm gonna do it too I, I actually just I, I actually have it I picked it up and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna get in there myself as well because yeah. I actually have I haven't I, tried it yet either I'm curious because our our wheels have a controller built into it. It has the PlayStation controller built into the wheel. Huh. So I'm wondering if, if I can use that 
Like, does this game have full motion controls? Like, you have hand presence and stuff in no, it? No, no, it's going to be, um, you're going to be playing just like you would with a controller. So it's a gamepad, right? So we could just use the control, the wheel for all of it then, and use the uh, controller part when we're not driving, and then use the wheel part when we are. That would be cool. Yeah. Thank you. Love sure it. it I think you're going to love it, man. The only thing that I think you would love more than GTA 5 would probably, probably be Red Dead 2 when you get into that one because it's phenomenal it's like you've I, for me it's like i've time traveled the old west that's cool oh, i love that uh anyway last but not least friends you will find amongst all of the many links in the description an invitation and the invitation is to join the virtual strangers discord which is the humble abode that we all call home those in the chat those on the screen talking to you right now we all hang out there and uh, talk vr we talk live we hook up for multiplayer sessions and more and we humbly invite you to join the family as well again virtual strangers discord it's home for the hardcore vr gaming enthusiasts yeah come home we miss you and with that said friends i would like to thank you all once again for watching and for roots and eric <laughs> i'm wes We'll see you soon. Sunday? Probably Sunday. No, Saturday. See you uh, in a couple of days. All right. Bye take, now. Take it easy. See you later.